0: late night alternative with Ian Lee on Talk, talk Radio. Radio. We have ways
1: of making you talk.
2: There's a voice that keeps on calling me. No, 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 no. sorry, sorry, sorry. sorry.
3: Monday, we got in late, my bad, sorry. That's not the theme to the show. This is... There we go.
4: Come, let me give you what you're missing. but you I'ma make you say Oula la la when I give you the French kisses. We do none of your friend's business. Now you want some of these French kisses. I'ma make you say Oula la la when I give you the. Bonjour, mademoiselle. Comment tu t'appelles? Elle s'appelle Isabella. Vous êtes vraiment my belle. Hold up plus your friend, she looking for a friend now. sure you got a man, And she calling up a man. And she kick it with a gang. Look like, from the end? I'm jumping to the bands and don't forget your friends. I, I got bad intentions, I can't lie. But I could tell you want it just by looking in your eyes. French kisses, come let me give you what you're missing. But you want some of these French kisses? Mm, I'ma make you say all I like. when I give you the French kisses. But we do none of your French business. But you want some of these French kisses? Mm, I'ma make you say all.
5: Oh, mama, where you trying to go, girl? Say, oh, Tipa. She just told me, show me what you do, papa. I'ma make you say, ooh la la, ooh la la. Aye. Step inside, put your friends on the guest list. Nice with a tongue, pull her hair when me French kiss. Slide off a phone, make a moan, and she meant it. She- way before i was trendy she classy but secretly kind of freaky this one a good girl she ain't on me for clout getting nasty in the taxi we eating with it only even have to say a word just put my tongue in the mouth
4: french kisses come on, let me give you what you're missing But you want some of these french kisses mm-hmm. i'ma make you say ooh la la when i give you them french kisses what we do is none of your friends business But you want some of these french kisses mm-hmm. i'ma make you say ooh la la when i give Your fire, your hips don't lie. listen, in your eyes. I can tell that you want it Cause your lips. Your fire, your hips don't lie. listen, in your eyes. I'ma make you say Ooh la la. When I give you them French kisses, come on, let me give you what you're missing.
3: Do you want. Billy Hayes is loving this. Thank you, Billy. French kisses, Zay and H. French kisses, moi! I'm gonna make you say ooh la la! French kisses. There's French kisses that, uh, that which is now the theme. <laughs> it's the theme of the show. And here's the thing when Brexit happens, which is very, very soon, very soon, less than a fortnight, um, I have suggested that this becomes the new national anthem and we have it played instead of the bongs. So in fact, ZZ and H provide the bongs. If you know what I mean, Jelly Bean. Whoa, yeah, I just went there. <laughs> um, good evening, dear listener. It's the late night alternative. Uh, we don't really talk about the show much these days. Keep it on the down low. Keep it on the down low. If you've noticed, I've not tweeted about the show because it's our little secret. It's none of their business. It's none of their business. Although we're up for two awards, Sam, we're up for two awards, and one of the awards you guys can vote for, right? Here are, the, here are the three options. A multi-millionaire gets a new job. That's option one. Option two. A lady multi-millionaire gets a new job. Option three. We stopped a guy from dying. Now!
6: I don't want to... <laughs> We're not going to push you. Obviously, <laughs> it's, it's your you. choice.
3: Up to you, guys.
6: But just have a little think. It's
3: up to you. A millionaire gets a new job. Option two, a multi-millionaire female gets a new job. Option three, we saved a guy's life. Now, it's up to you who you vote for, guys, but... I mean, you've got to live with yourself. Although, if I were Chris Evans, I would pay, um, uh, what's his, Bernie Winters Lee. Who's the guy? Bernie Winters Lee, Schnobbitz, the internet guy. Bernie Winters Lee, guy that invented the Tim internet. Tim Burnham. Tim, Tim Burnham, uh, Westfield. What's a guy's name who invented the internet, Catherine? You're my go-to for internet news. Quentin um, Crisp. Quentin... Chris Quentin. Tim Berners-Lee. Tim Berners-Lee. I would just... If I were Chris Tim Evans... Bermondsey. Tim Bermondsey. Tim Bermondsey in uh, Berners-Lee. I... If I were Chris Evans...
6: Yeah.
3: I would say... All right, Tim. I don't know how he talks. Apparently, just like me. All right, Tim. That's a million pounds... Make me a bot that vote for me all time. Here's the thing about bots, right? They're very clever. Very clever. Very, very, very clever. But That's they, true. Is that it? No, but they can't tick a little box that says, I am not a robot. No.
6: They can't do that. No, and they can't, see, they can't tick a box that says,
3: this has got a bridge in it. Do you know what? I've told you why, so don't spoil the answer. Do you know? Have I, do you remember what I told you? Tell
6: told me that one of your what? relations... What?
3: Don't spoil the answer. Do you remember what I told you?
6: When, when? You've told me a lot of stuff. Most of it not true. Do you
3: remember any of the stuff I've ever told you? Some.
6: Some I can't get out of my head. Give
3: me some bits.
6: Well, which bits?
3: Do you remember what I said? Oh t- 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 Screw you. Sam is back. Sam, it's great to have you back, uh, mate, uh, if that is indeed your name. Um, do you know, when you, when you... Don't mouth it to him. What? Look Just at me. Look at me, go on, Catherine. Go Look on. at me. Go on.
6: Look at me. I'm looking. Look
3: at my gaze. Sat in the corner. Be quiet, gaze. Do Sam. When you have to validate you're not a robot, it will quite often say, "Click all the pictures of traffic lights." Do you know why? Yeah. It, did you say because they're collecting data? Oh, you're, so, a, that, no? you're a piece of trash. And you're a piece of trash. Turn your mic off. Hello? I prefer the, the wispy girl we have normally. Amy. I prefer Amy. Wispy. She's wispy. She's tiny. Come on to the bell. Isabella, l'on is my girl. Oh. <laughs> my weekend...
6: You haven't introduced yourself.
3: I'm Ian Lee.
6: I'm so, so sexy. Oh, my, my.
3: Didn't ask, but it's true. I've had a terrible weekend. I watched at least three Adam Sandler films. That's how bad my weekend was. I watched at least three. I watched, and his, you asked, I'll tell you. Started off with um, Sandy Wexler. Scores very badly on IMDb. Is that a real film? He's a, it's a real film. He plays an agent in it. I enjoyed it a lot. I give it seven out of ten. Mm-hmm. Then I watched I Now Pronounce You Chuck and Larry. Homophobic, racist, offensive. Ten out of ten. No, <laughs> no, it, it did make me cry. But I I was in a weird mood, but there is a whole scene. Rob Schneider, who I've met, I know Rob. Um, as a Japanese dude with the eyes and the teeth. Wow, yeah, no, really. And the he yellow did a face. Mickey Rooney. Yeah, in in two thousand and nine. I thought well, this is like early nineties, two thousand and nine. Lots of um, chucking around offensive f words for gays. It was it was awful. Five out of ten. Oh. And then I watched the incredible Mr. Deeds. It's called Mr. Deeds. I put the incredible on there, just like Great Britain. Um, I didn't put that on there, but you know what I mean? Someone did, and I did today. It was my turn today to put incredible in front of Mr. Deeds.
6: Starring, tell me about the movie. Stop starring, waxing on about the title.
3: Uh, starring uh, Adam Sandler. Mm. Oh, and I'll tell you something that I'm working on. I loved it. Uh, very, very sneaky, I think you Have you seen it? It's good, isn't it, Sam? Uh, you just snuck up on me. Oh, I'm very, very sneaky, Sam. <laughs> you underestimate my sneakiness. <laughs> I could watch it. It was funny. Loved it. Nine out of ten. God. Here's my next...
6: Can I give you my film review? Um, Go on.
3: I don't think, the fans, don't think my fans are interested. They'll be into
6: this one. I don't think my fans Hustlers are in- Jennifer Lopez oh. gets a bum out.
3: I know. I've seen that bit. Four out of ten. For her bum? It was
6: no Showgirls. I would say... Although they did show girls.
3: I would say Jennifer Lopez is the most beautiful woman in the world. Prove otherwise. Prove otherwise.
6: Give me... give me This guy. Uh...
3: She's... You're looking geez. at the proof. Cats had a glass of wine tonight, guys. <laughs> <laughs> we, went, we went to a pop concert in, a, in someone's living room. We do, and we I'm feeling sassy. The fabulous Marina Palo in someone's living room. Thirty people crammed into a living room. Yeah. And it was wonderful.
6: Dog nearly got set on fire.
3: mm mm, mm That's not a euphemism. Um... Yeah, Hustlers. They is,
6: kind of tried to make did. it like a some sort of heist, jape.
3: It's based on the true story, mate. I know,
6: but I didn't like any of them. Not one. Not okay. one. I wasn't rooting for any of them.
3: Okay. I'm worried that either the phones are broken or Alan Caddick is dead.
6: Uh-oh.
3: I know which one I'm more worried about, um, because it's really hard to do a show without phones.
6: Oh, now. Come on. Jokes, out. guys. Oh, yeah.
3: Bantz, a little bit of Bantz. The L B, The A. The N, the T, the Z. It's Bantz. Um,
6: I also saw a film called The Witch.
3: I kept quiet for too long, giving you plenty of opportunity to jump just, in. Just
6: a moment you gave me. Okay. Uh, and that, I think, might have been good, because I can't work out whether it was good or terrible. Okay. I think probably good.
3: Do you know what's going to happen to me before the end of the year? I'll be charged with your murder. But aside from that, and I'll plead guilty, because I'll have done it, I'll have murdered you, is what I'm saying. And this. But aside from that, here's where I'm. what I'm... Please, you've got hair in your eye, it's really annoying me. Push it to one side. I don't that, have no, to. that bit.
6: You don't, you're not the boss of oh, me. Oh, it's
3: annoying me. You're not me. in
6: charge of my
7: fringe.
3: Uh, Sam, can you get some scissors?
7: <laughs>
3: Here's my plan. By the end of the year, by the end of the year, yes. I will appear in an Adam Sandler movie. Oh, shut up. What? He makes about five a year. Does he? Yeah.
6: Oh, I thought he'd discovered Netflix now. Yeah, we?
3: exactly. He makes, makes them on Netflix. Uh. So, this is my... Don't, don't say shut up to my dreams. How dare you say shut up to my dreams? How dare you? I might as well spit at my kids. How what, dare where you? Are they? <laughs> by the end of the year...
6: I like your kids.
3: By the end of the year, I will appear... And it rhymes, and I've got no way of stopping it. By the end of the year, I will appear in an Adam Sandler movie. That's my prediction. Name one prediction I've got wrong so far.
6: Uh... Don't. You can't. You can't. <laughs> All right, Darius Dinesh.
3: And it'll be a triple platinum-selling <laughs> movie.
6: Yeah, and you'll be bashing on my door and saying, I'm so sorry, Darius.
3: 03 four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number if you want to give us a call it's in one of those moods you know i'm so tired so tired i've got a cold again after mm. not having had a cold well after having had a cold recently
6: i've got another cold how do you know it's a different cold
3: um because i run it ran tests on it in my lab i've not got that chinese flu I don't know. i think you know don't panic about the Chinese flu. Three people have dead. But what do you know about those three people that died? Because I know quite a lot about them. What do you know? I don't know anything. Well, I'll tell you. They're all over 60. They all had other conditions. So oh. don't panic. They don't say that in all the news bulletins. They only say that in the clever news bulletins that I listen to, right? So you're going, oh, shoot, man. There's three people have died. And you're thinking like yourself or, or like fit people like me. But no. They're all over sixty. I don't have any more specifics than that. I'm afraid. So it could be like over seventy-five, and they all had pre-existing. Existing. I'm saying it.
6: You're saying it in a funny way. Though. I'm
3: saying it in an emphatic way. Can I help? N- no. All right, join them. They, they all had pre-existing, pre-existing conditions. conditions. So panic over, panic over. All right. You ain't well, going I wasn't do- panicking. I didn't really. But know if you're basket. over sixty, and you've got a pre-existing condition. Uh-oh. You're screwed. Here's the thing. Um, I'm putting out a request for a call tonight, if I may be so bold. I'm going to play. You, let me just play you one little uh, clip on my computer. Yeah. Grab pussy. That's Paul McCartney, bass player for Wings and the Beatles. I was playing video games over the weekend with some listeners of the show. One of them is um, Ghost Pervert, David Babcock. Botherer he does an amazing impression of paul mccartney saying that awful phrase grab pussy it, honestly when you hear babcock doing it uh, I, I just kept I just kept saying do it again do it again do it again so 0344 david You know the rest. I don't even need to say the rest. You've got the hotline to us. This is... I wasn't going to take any calls tonight. Look, I've given the number out. We've got a load of calls lined up. Oh, well. Them's the the breaks. Them's the breaks. You look muscular, Sam. You've been working out.
6: He looks so, so sexy. Oh, my, my. This
3: is talk radio. A star-crossed soapbox
0: for sailor boys, stable girls, (laughs) And stripper grand. It
8: depends who you're
0: with and it depends on the situation. Late night speech radio with a difference. Thank you. The late night alternative with Ian Lee on Talk
3: Radio. So hang on, just. So Prince Harry and Meghan have said they're dropping their royal titles and they're paying back the money that was the 2.4 million that was done on that cottage. And they're going to be financially independent actually sooner than we all expected. And people are still angry with them? People are still angry with them? Come on, guys. They're doing everything you said you wanted them to
6: do. I mean, a lot of people said, you don't like it, you know what you can do. Well, they're doing it. They did. They're doing it.
3: Anyway, uh, David Babcock. Yo, yo, hello, how are you doing? I would like, I was, uh, now please, mate mate, 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 come, come here. Don't, yeah. don't let me down. Right? Oh, I've been begging you up all evening together. I know. He um,
6: has, yeah.
3: Don't, don't let me down. <laughs> all right, son? If you're, feel, if you're not feeling up to it, I can fake it by pressing the button here twice, all right? You know what I mean, son? Now, right. over the weekend, Please, David, uh, who has recently become a father, has, um, I've not, have I? I've not. Has perfected many, many impressions of obscure northern people.
6: David, who is still denying paternity of the child.
3: Yeah. So, this is... Right, okay, well, we're going to see which one's Paul McCartney and which one's David Babcock. Here we go. Grab pussy. That's one, and let's hit... I messed it up. (laughs) Okay. Well, no, you didn't... I messed it up. I pressed the button by mistake, maybe. Let's go again. Right, let's go again. So, this is take one... GRAB PUSSY! <laughs> 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 this is take two! GRAB PUSSY! Which one was now Catherine? <laughs> Which one was Paul McCartney? FAB or FAKE? FAB or FAKE? Which, now, let's hear number one again. Is this FAB or FAKE? Number one, here we go. GRAB PUSSY! Is that FAB or FAKE?
6: FAB. It's gotta be FAB.
3: Okay, and you're, so you're saying that this... GRAB PUSSY! ...is FAKE? Yeah. David, do you want to tell her?
9: You can do it right now, please. (laughs) You can do it right now, please.
3: (laughs) Uh,
6: I admire your dedication, David. That's lovely.
3: (laughs) This is my weekend. was getting him to say those two phrases over and over
6: again. Have you been practicing that around the baby, though? It's not very nice. (laughs) I've not been
10: saying grab pussy near a baby. Shouldn't mind Um
3: you? Now, can we go, we'll get We get a little bit niche. It's almost as if I don't care anymore. There's a guy who calls up the show. He's called Ollie. Yeah. And I, I've just remembered. i just remembered something, but I can't say it on air. David, can you What's do that? your impre- uh, nothing? Can I? Can you do your impression of Ollie, please?
10: This is like the nichest thing <laughs> you've ever done. <laughs> it's basically, just for you and Cat. I want to yeah.
6: hear it.
11: Hi, Roger. <laughs> That's so good.
6: Can you do Roger?
10: I can do
1: Roger, yeah. Do Roger.
11: Hey
10: hey, I I I've, I've just had a pizza I've, I've just had a pizza. It was an, a spicy pizza. Eh?
3: Right. Do Ollie one more time. <laughs> hi, hi Matty. <laughs> I do McCartney one more. Grab pussy. Have
6: <laughs> you ever thought you might be listening what to this a bit too much?
3: What's the um? Oh, what is it? Hmm? I thought of a way Pled- we're going to make you rich. Pledge dot meatfree Pledge,
9: <laughs> Pledge dot Pledge dot dot you can do it
3: right now please <laughs> you can do it right now please <laughs> wait david yeah at some point this year
12: yeah
3: we're going to we're going to do a live show me you and Kath. right at a venue in london probably the half moon in putney i'm, I'm just putting this right. out there now i don't care if you're interested or not you're doing it okay. and um the half moon in putney i'm putting this out there to the listeners and well I think I know what the first half is going to be, but that's top secret. It's going
6: to be Fabcock or Babcock. Thanks, Billy Hayes.
3: And the, the second half is going to be a Q&A, um, that me and Catherine will host. You up for it? Who's the guest? It's you. Oh, Christ. Yeah. yeah I'll, be, I'll do it. Hey, Ian. Hello.
10: I've got, a, um, you might not want to touch it with a badge, Paul. Okay. But, um, what is it? Chuck Wink Chuck rang me, you know the American Correspondent. Oh, yeah, yeah.
3: yeah. He's got a spicy theory. Uh, it's very spicy. Why don't you Why don't you ask him to WhatsApp it to me? Right, and I'll let you know if it's too spicy. I've got a feeling it probably is. Hey, David, say hello to my friend Alan. I am Mr. mocock.
4: Hi Ian. Is that me or is that David? I can't tell the
3: difference. Me, it's, it's me in the
9: mirror. <laughs> I can't tell the difference here. This is uncanny.
10: There's an, e- there's an echo on the line. You're
3: right, How are you doing? <laughs>
9: I'm not bad, David. i
3: thought I was talking to myself. Then you, you sounded can... like it, didn't
9: you? It? Generally, are Alan? What can we do for you? Well, it was a bit late calling, but but we'll catch Who's dead? I'll come back with the
3: phone. Yeah, who's dead? Well, last week it was Oscar Blaketon. Oscar Blaketon. Derek Fould. Oh, Derek! Fulton. All right, Mr. Derek. All right. Oh well. All right. Can I go? No. Jesus. What? 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 Latest news on the Birmingham tickets for the Rabbit Hole? Uh, selling very, very healthily, unlike um, Glasgow and Cardiff. Come on, Glasgow! Come on, Cardiff! Get your finger out. Well, that'll do it. Uh, David, what are you still doing here? I can't. I'll hang up. I'll see you. Bye. Yeah, okay. 344 499 Did we do the quarter past break? Oh, man, I was really looking forward to that. Need <laughs> <laughs> a breather. Let's go to... Now, how do I say your name? Is it Sh- Sh- Sharan? Sharan. Sure Sharan. Hey, Sharan, how are you doing? You sent us uh, a couple of emails that I've, I've not got round to getting back to. How are you doing?
5: I'm good, yeah. I just wanted to see if I could get a response, because my options are tomorrow.
3: Sh- Sharan emailed me.
5: Four, 14 years
3: old? Yep. 14, 14 years old. 13, round, about, it's quite right. round about 13 or 14. And options for GCSE are oh. being chosen tomorrow. Right. And I'm going to choose them. No. I am going to choose them. Are you crazy, Sharan? Sharan, so, so tell the listener, tell Catherine what's going on. So my options are
5: tomorrow now been quite pressurized over the last of year nine and everyone's kind of expecting me to know what i'm going to be and my parents are as well but i kind of don't know what i want to be no i'm kind of confused what to choose and stuff i think that's quite usual your mum and dad want you to be a doctor right or a dentist yeah not really. They oh. want me to. They think that's what I want to be. Kind oh, they of.
3: hang on. Your parents. It's a bit confusing. Your parents yes. think you want to be in medicine. Yes. Well, what do? Okay. I'm assuming. Do you want to be in medicine?
5: Not really. Okay. It's kind of pressurizing, knowing you can affect someone's life. That human. Is. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Okay. And what do your teachers think?
5: My teachers don't really care, I think, because I talk to quite a few of them and they just say, it's up to you, just choose what you like. It Mm. is up to you. And I've tried that, but then nothing really comes up. It is up to you, but it's
3: so much easier to say that when you haven't got the weight of parents' um, anticipation on your shoulder. You're an artist. Nope. I can feel. I'm don't feeling. Wait, I'm. I don't mean art as in painting. You're creative. You could say that. I guess. What? Tell um, me what you like doing. Mainly geography and photography. Creative. There you go. It's two, two creative. Two of the most creative subjects in the world. Um, and you're 13, 14, around the area. You know. I, I, I mean, I knew I wanted to be an actor. Um, but that was, you know, but that was kicked out of me by the teachers who said, you never be an actor, do be so stupid, why don't you become a teacher? Um, it, no, n- not many people know at that age what
5: they want to be.
6: How many subjects have you got to choose?
5: At least four or five, because I've gone to a grammar school, so I'm kind of...
6: all right. so it's really getting narrowed down quite a lot. Because when I was taking yeah. my options, it was like... I, Eight to ten.
5: I, had, I think I
3: had like five, but then they were like three on top, like maths and English mm-hmm. that you have to do.
6: Yeah.
5: Um, here's the thing. No, these are like four or five optional subjects. Those compulsory subjects, they don't count them as I got subjects you, you choose. I here's the thing, you. right? Here's the thing. We
3: cannot tell you what to choose. but you And you know that, right? Yeah. I can give you some really silly old man advice... Um, that you'll be disappointed with. It's the best I can do. And this is great advice, but you'll be disappointed with it until you're 46. And then you go, oh man, he was right. Follow your heart, my friend.
5: Okay. Hmm. Here's what I... Hang on, go on, what's your response to that? mainly what you predicted?
3: Yeah.
5: Kind yeah. Kind of. I'm not
3: going well. to tell you what to do. I can't. I can't. It wouldn't be fair. Because um, I don't know you. And even if I did know you, I wouldn't tell you. Follow your heart. There will be. I'm assuming there will be subjects you absolutely detest, some you're not that bothered with, and some that you love.
5: The thing is, there are subjects I love, but the teachers are absolutely awful. They might die. Like, uh, they might die. No, I, I don't... I mean that Seriously. The, the
3: number of subjects, the number of the, the, the turnover of teachers when I was a kid, when I'm sorry, patronising. Sorry, when the turnover of teenagers when I was a teen, teachers when I was a teenager, was a lot. It's even more now. You might not get those teachers if you love the subject. You have to look beyond the uh, the personality of the person teaching you.
5: Okay.
6: Can I add a bit of old woman advice? Okay. Pick things you can do brilliantly at. Because actually, when it comes down to it, passing them well is what gets you to the next step.
5: I think that's already why I like, what I'm good at.
3: Yeah,
6: exactly. And those are the ones. Those are the ones. The ones you find kind of easy and you enjoy.
3: I would, I would disagree about the finding them easy, necessarily.
6: There are some that you, that you find, it, all right, find it easy to be interested in.
3: There we go. That's different. That's better, yeah. That's better. Because it's good to challenge ourselves, as long as you enjoy the challenge. Um, okay. You might not know what you want to do until you're 38. You might not know. It's not always that clear cut for everybody. Don't okay. it's really easy to say because I'm financially independent, I'm I'm nearly forty seven years old, right? You have to start pointing towards a career. It doesn't have to be definite, but you have to kind of start heading towards a career that you will be happy doing every day for the rest of your life. Not that your mum would be happy seeing you do, not that your dad would be happy seeing you do, but something you think in good conscience. You can do well and enjoy every day for the rest of your life. Now, the decisions you make at 13 and 14 they are very, very important. They're not everything. They're not everything. You can still change them. You can still change your mind. You can still change direction. The whole point of education is to find stuff that you enjoy and that you like and that your brain understands. And you might put down a course and then six months into it, go, "Geez, I got, I just don't, this is like Chinese to me." Um, and you can then change. What you decide now, even though it's important, it is not the be-all and end-all. It will not necessarily determine the path that your life takes. Okay, thank you. And I know we're being vague. And that is because I cannot sit here and say, wait, okay, well, I think from column one you should do geography. I do it, it's still in columns. You should do geography, you should do British history, you should do... I can't say that. Only you can say it.
6: There's another little bit as, as well into this. This isn't just about getting you a job. This is about making you an interesting person, right? And you can decide later in the day exactly what you fancy doing. You might get a better idea. You might. A lot of people don't, like Ian says. But there are certain things that you're good at and you're gifted at, and there's a reason for that. Okay. It'll make you an interesting person if you're doing things that you're passionate about.
5: Okay. There's just one more thing I want to ask. I've got a Nintendo Switch, and I'm kind of stuck on what games to get. Do you have any recommendations? Yeah,
3: now I can tell you. Yes, definitely. Now now we've got a question, I I can give you specific... Answers on. You've obviously got Mario Kart, right? Yes. Okay, you've got Mario Kart. You've got Let's Dance, yes? No. Shut the front door. Let's Dance 2020 is ridiculous, it's stupid, it's silly, and me and my youngest son play it together all the time, and we take it... I I've, I've film us doing it. I'll show you the film later, Sam. It's a film of us, and we take it so seriously,
5: and it is just really, really silly. The thing is I've got that on my phone so I don't really see what on your phone? You, you can get it on your phone but the uh, you have to pay a monthly subscription of yeah. like I think, say 5 pounds or something That sounds yeah uh, uh,
3: absolutely nuts Um um I don't really play many Switch games I'm I'm getting into I'm I'm, I'm getting a new PC Yeah so I'll get a PC gamer pro streamer Um um what I don't I don't know listen Sharon uh Good luck tomorrow. Whatever you do will be the right answer, okay? Okay. It will be the right answer. And nothing I chose in my GCSEs or my A-levels, nothing I chose has had any major impact on me sitting in this chair right now. Okay.
5: Thanks, Ian. That helps a lot.
3: Give us a call. Let us know how things go, man. Okay. Bye. Um... Do you know what? the Answering the Switch games question was harder than the GCSE, <laughs> GCSE
1: thing,
3: is not it? Um, 344 499 let's go... To, oh, oh I'm in trouble. I didn't watch Alistair's film. I was watching Adam Sander all Just weekend. be honest, you'll get it. I love that film you told me to watch, Alistair. <laughs> Wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't see it. I got sucked into... No, it's I, all right, mate. I, I felt care. a little bit... Um, downbeat this weekend. Felt a little bit downbeat. I feel very lonely. I didn't have the boys. And I'm in that lovely house and, um, it was lonely. And I just felt a little bit, I want somebody to hold my hand and somebody to tell me to turn the TV off so I can tell them to F off. I'm playing Call of Duty tonight. I'm playing Call of Duty tonight. Um, so, there we go.
13: Do you know what I do, when I get like that? Go on. What I do is I turn the television off or just put it on mute and I play some of my music. And, um, you know, some of the old stuff I used to listen to a long time ago. And it sometimes just sort of brings me round a bit.
3: What song would bring you round a bit?
13: An old Simple Minds tune, which I know that you're not a great fan of. I thought
3: you were going to say Northern Soul or something. It's going for Simple Minds.
13: Yeah, yeah. Sometimes, somewhere, somewhere in the summertime. What's, What's it called? Roots. What? Oh, somewhere, sometime. summertime, in the summertime. I can't remember the name of it. But so, it's so good. sexy
3: oh my-my. Mm. Is that it? <laughs> um, I don't know. I was feeling a bit discombobulated. I feel like I, I just wasted the weekend and I'm really enjoying streaming and I'm really throwing myself into mm. streaming on Twitch and I'm enjoying that... Um, and there are certain aspects of my life at the moment that I'm not enjoying a lot. Um, mm-hmm. oh, I did, I started doing a little bit of written work with my sponsor. There we go. Okay. So I, did, I started okay. doing a little bit of step one.
13: Do you know, I'm, I'm starting to get house proud now. Oh. So, I've, uh, who <clears throat> was, all I need to do is... is that many to walks do around the, naked? Floor the, um, not floor, what's that? Is to do the kitchen floor, i.e. get the dental art and give it a bit of a... Uh, a scrub, yeah, as well as the bathroom one, and then uh, everything. All my washing is washed, and uh, I'm feeling like a million dollars.
3: We got blocked pipes again. I got blocked pipes again. <laughs> some, uh, um, uh, oh, I don't know. I'm re- here's the thing. I'm really tired, Alistair, and right. I'm having one of those periods where I'm just questioning. Everything that I'm doing, right, I'm wondering, just wondering. I'm serious about the Adam Sandler thing. Really serious Mm -hmm. that I think I can be in an Adam Sandler film by the end of this year. I mean it. I mean it. Because I can feel, Alistair, you'll get this. I can feel my higher power. I can feel cosmic energy. Mm -hmm. This will sound like nuts to everyone, right? Kath sort of gets it, sort of gets it. You'll kind of get it. I can feel things shifting, right? And I feel... Sort of like I felt when I was twenty-one, twenty-two, twenty-three, that anything is possible. When I was twenty in my early twenties, I knew I was gonna be on TV doing a comedy show wearing a suit. I could see it. I could see it. Yeah. I could see, I could see me with a microphone in a grey suit uh, in front of an audience. I could see it, right? And that then the, the eleven o'clock show I was wearing a grey suit instead of in a microphone. And I have a similar kind of vibe now that I can see Can't quite see the specifics, but I can see right now that anything is possible, but you've got to, it won't, it won't happen for you, you've got to take it. Like, Indiana Jones taking that ball in the Temple of Doom. You know, he takes the ball, he takes the gold trinket, and then he replaces it with a bag, and then the big ball follows him. And everyone, you saw that in the trailer, and everyone thought that was the movie. That was just like the opening of the movie, and the rest of it was rubbish. Mm-hmm. I feel like him, right? The gold thing is there and I've just got to take it and replace it with a bag of sand that's equal weight and then I've got to run Yeah. or I'll be crushed by balls.
6: Mm-hmm. You're stealing it from a lost civilization.
3: Yeah, that's it.
6: It should be in a museum.
3: Yeah. So, does that make sense to anybody? Oh,
13: yeah. I mean, uh, well, i absolutely subscribe to what you're saying. I mean, what I do is... Um, wherever possible now i try and give to others yep. so like for, for example tonight a guy who kind of fallen off the wagon a bit he'd sort of done some coke and uh, drank i rang him last night to see how he was and he he kind of was not too bad and then he texted me today saying can you pick me up to go to the meeting so Beautiful. you're absolutely fine um so i think you know and and you're a wonderful, giving person. Just continue to do that, man. You can't go wrong.
3: Hmm, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I don't I know. know. Yeah. I don't know. My head is kind of switched off, and I am i feel very disengaged right ne- right this second with this show, with this radio show, for all kinds of reasons. And I need to sort that you've out, because that's unfair to time, the listener. So,
13: go on. You've been doing it a long time, haven't you? Yeah. And, uh. You've gone through ups and downs with it, and it, you, you know it's, it's, it's not true. You're going to feel that, yeah.
3: Um,
13: and obviously, you know, you want to try and, I already mentioned, make sure that you're going to be financially secure yeah. for any changes can occur. And I'm sure you'll find a way of doing it because, you talk about creativity, you're a very
3: creative man. mm. I don't know. Uh, it's, 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 I don't know. Anyway, uh, just anyway. try your best. Thanks, Thank man. Anyway, it's nice to talk to you, brother. I'll speak to you soon. Okay. Bye. I'm sounding a little bit psychedelic. My head is all over the shop at the moment. Catalina Morel. Very tired. And, um, just not sure what's the next step. I think it's quite common in men in my men of my age. Maybe of humans of my age. I don't know. I'm just speaking as a man who's approaching 47. A man who's, I, I can see 50, coming towards me at a rate of knots. Um, I sort of have some freedom in that I've saved a t- little bit of cash, got a little bit of cash. I have some freedom in that I don't live with my kids. So there is, but just I feel like something's waiting for me to to grab it. There is an opportunity floating around me and I don't quite know what it is and I need to grab it and go, right, I'm doing this. This is what I'm doing. Um, I don't know. I words. Talk radio across the UK,
0: online and on DAB. The late night alternative with
3: Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Yeah, oh, yeah that's right. Good evening, Callum. Don't oh, chihuahua headphones go on for this? <clears throat> Hello, Callum. Oh,
11: no, no, no. Okay, playing the song that we played at the start of the show, yeah.
6: <clears throat>
3: That was it. Waited Gosh. 20 minutes on the line to play... 20 minutes to play French Kisses.
6: I mean, it's a great jam. <laughs> 20 minutes, though, come on.
3: I have nothing profound to offer today. I have nothing um, wise or deep... I would like to sleep for a month. I think that would be very helpful, sleeping for a month. That, that opportunity may, may come at some point. You don't, I, don't, I just don't know. It's all, everything's so up in the air, isn't it? Everything's so up in the air. And um, it is very confusing and... Um, be careful what I say Catherine what have you brought to the table
6: all right, let's, today? Let's. bearing
3: in mind we didn't turn up until 10 minutes before the show all right that's which is unusual for us normally we turn up three and a half hours before the show because we like to watch naked attraction but we were at the, we've this, seen them all now we've so. seen them all feels like it anyway. Uh, <laughs> but we went and saw an arena Palo playing in a tiny private club. It was 30 people. It was amazing. We only got time to see three songs before we had to it leave. It was enough. It
6: was worth the trip. Oh, it was
3: beautiful. I, I just... I, she's, she's cousin of one of the it, here, Mark Chatter, um, Which always amazes me because you see them together and it's like two cousins. And I see her and I kind of think, oh, she's one of my favourite singer-songwriters ever. Yeah. And I get a little bit of, oh, oh, she knows my name. You know, I, th- I think she's so, so amazing and just suck, that voice i've seen her playing an electric guitar today was nice i've not seen that before oh oh i think she's brilliant so that's why we're late that's why we're a little bit um out of sorts with the the show you probably don't notice any difference probably the, the same rambling Nonsense. Here's the
6: thing we kind of realised when we were coming back from that, and how you know it um, it kind of lifted us going to do yeah. something, something different. We don't do it all the time. We couldn't do it all the time. Yeah. We went out for dinner to a restaurant. We Pitch were like Express, n- normal people, you yeah. know, just being out and about. Um, you've got to look for the joy, right? They talk. all this balls talk about Blue Monday, whatever it was supposed to be today. Yeah, nonsense.
3: Turns but, out that was made, that was an advertising campaign. Blue was Monday. it?
6: Oh, well. yeah. I was
3: reading the thing. Jeff Lloyd tweeted the thing. It was made up by someone to sell. Something it was right. an advertising slogan. Okay. There's no, there's no truth in it whatsoever. Of course whatsoever. there isn't.
6: Of course there isn't. But there is a feeling of right into the new year, and here we are back on the hamster wheel again. Yeah. And that's why I think it's really important to have little things to look forward to, yeah. and to actually prioritize art. Prioritize treating yourself now and again, and it doesn't need to be an expensive thing.
3: It was this, well, this was was free. It was this weird thing. I saw it on Twitter. Imani. So, uh, um, uh, Narina retweeted it, and it's this little organisation called Golden Slippers. I think that's what it's called, run by a woman called Jen. We'll get her on the show at some point. And she puts on these gigs in Blacks, which is a, a, a private member's drinking club, but actually I used to be a member of years ago. Took Steve Gutenberg there one night, Steve Gutenberg. But I'm not a member now. Um, but you didn't have to be a member to go to this, and it's free. You just email and say, I'd like to come to this, and she goes, okay, your name's on the door. 30, maybe 40, maybe they squeeze 40, but it's a tiny room, smaller than this studio that we're in. Maybe about the size of this studio. Mm-hmm. Maybe about the size. A little bit wider, perhaps. Not big room at all. It's like, it's like, it's like someone's living room.
6: Yeah, there are about four rows
3: of chairs. A couple of sofas, couple of the rest of these, like, you know, kitchen chairs and stuff. People have just sat there. And there was a young woman singing a songwriter on before. She was only 21. I can't remember her name, but I quite enjoyed her. Um, but then Noreen Apallo, who's not one, of, not one of the biggest stars in the world, but has certainly shifted a few records and certainly had hits. Um... And she's playing in front of 35 people. And this is a regular thing that, that, that Jen puts on. They have these music nights. Yeah. For free. Sometimes with quite big names, like Narina. Sometimes names that you've probably never heard of. But I thought it was incredible. I mean, she was enjoying us. It was a little bit tipsy, but good for her. Um, there were some dogs there. It's a dog-friendly venue. But um, it was great, man. It's inspired me. I want to do A Rabbit Hole, which is the other show that we do, guys. I want to do the rabbit hole in someone's living room. That's, that's, that's what we're aiming towards yeah. now. That's what we're aiming towards. 344 um, 499 Let's go to Sarah. Good evening, Sarah.
11: Hello, my darling. How are
3: you? Um, all my, better than you. What's going on with your voice?
11: Yeah, I've had a big bad voice. I've had it for about two or three weeks, but it's getting there. But it's going, and then it's coming, and then it's going. You know, so you're obviously.
3: supposed to. I get laryngitis. I haven't had it for a while, actually. Yeah. So for me, it's a throat thing, and it's stress, right? And you're supposed to not say, you just not talk. Just not, not talk. Not talk. Go and steam. I always go and steam. Go in a steam room, and not talk, and it's great. It's, me.
11: It's. me not talking, that's just not really the one that's going to happen, Well, ever.
3: I know that, it's not great for me, it means I don't get paid, but...
11: It's not. Um,
3: you're, you're a gobby so-and-so, and we respect that, Sarah, we respect your decision. You're among friends. <laughs> what have you got for
11: us? <laughs> I met you before, I've spoken to you a couple of times, I um, met you at um, the Library Theatre in Luton.
3: Oh, yeah, lovely, lovely, we're coming back there in September.
11: Yeah, I'm coming, i am be there, uh, me and my friend Amanda will be there. Beautiful. Yes, We'll be there, and um, I was with um, old Justin Daly at the Luton game the other
3: month. Oh, that's got a piece of trash. Hey, he's, up, that, he's up. He's up. You know we're up for a couple of awards. Let that ham idiot. He, well, we're up for a couple of awards. He's up for an award as well.
11: <laughs> yeah, I, I, love, I do love him. I he's think a he's lovely bloke. He's.
3: I think he's a brilliant. He's an undiscovered gem, or, or, or no, he's he been discovered an by someone. Legend.
4: Yeah.
11: yeah, he is. Yeah. yeah. No, I found you about a couple of months ago, and I, I went to Cyprus on holiday, and um, I come back from Cyprus, and I've got some random skin
3: disease. And I was telling you oh. about my feet, do you remember? Yeah, I do. It was horrible. It wasn't your feet, like, peeling off or something?
11: Yeah, I had, like, literally, like, massive blisters all over my feet and, I like, go to
3: dermatology and all yes. this
11: and that. And why, you,
3: why are you reminding us about that? That was one of the worst calls I've ever taken in my life. I oh, know. That was disgusting. <laughs> well, no, ever since then, I've, I can't
11: feel my... I've got no sensation in my feet. I've got some sort of nerve damage that's gone on there, so I've got to go back to the doctors and get that sorted. But there you go, that's yeah. another
3: that's, Go and get that okay. sorted, please. No, yes.
11: Another story. Yeah. yeah. But no, I, I was absolutely cracking up listening to you lot tonight. I was like, I was sitting here on, on my own. My, my ex has walked out on me like after 15 years, so I'm sitting on my own, and I'm just like, I love listening to you lot, but you two do crack me right up.
3: Hang on a minute. So, when did your ex walk out?
11: Uh, first of July. Three days before our 15th anniversary. Oh. No. And How? then I got coped in to Cyprus with my friend because she's dying of cancer. Yeah, yeah. And like I told you, yeah. And then I got this sort of skin disease thing, so I Flippin can't back. Heck, I end up Sarah. in hospital for a week. Oh, mate.
3: You're having a bad yeah. old run.
11: Yeah, so, yeah, it's not been great. Uh, my ex is a bit of a bell. So. <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> they often are, I find.
11: Oh, uh, yeah, it's just, you know. No, as you feel, I'm just cracking on me and my kids. Mate, I'm I'm alright. I'm
3: happy. That's what it's all oh. about. It's the kids, isn't it? As, as yeah, kids, my little
11: hey. my little kids are all happy as Larry. I'm happy with them. If you can
3: get a laugh out of it, uh, you know, uh, you know, not all the time. If you can have a laugh as well, then that's it. Oh, Sarah, I hope things pick up, and I'm, I'm I'm glad that um, uh, we're providing a little bit of entertainment for you. Big.
11: No, seriously, I was literally <laughs> sitting there earlier. Just. Sensitive. I was literally belly aching. I was like, I love you lot. You oh. do keep me going, honestly. Every night, I was like, I'm not a telly person, I'm a radio girl. And it's like, when I come to your show before in the, um, at the thingy in Luton, yeah, at the Library Theatre, and I'm the one that is James Whale girl. I love James. Oh,
3: yeah, yeah. Well, you know, I'm sorry to hear that, but <laughs>
14: oh, yeah,
11: maybe that. <laughs> speak mention that
3: to the doctor as well. <laughs> hey, Sarah, listen, I've got to move on because I've got another call before the news. Take care of yourself. I hope things pick up a bit. What a terrible um, run of, of luck that she's having. Her
6: poor feet.
3: Um, Fraser. Good evening, Ian. Good yeah. evening, Fraser. Good evening, Cass.
6: Hello, Fraser.
3: Yep. Yep. What you got? Uh...
8: I just wanted to, you told me to phone back in a week or so, I don't know if you remember, you blocked me on Twitter, but that doesn't matter now. Remind me, to... remind me why I told you to, fo-
3: remind me. No, what... oh,
8: no, I just, uh, you, you blocked me because I had a little bit of constructive criticism about people, you saying that they weren't your friends and... That was it.
3: You're you're, stay, right, you're right, staying... Right. You, well, thank you very much. You've just reminded me and, y- yeah, you're staying blocked. No, no,
8: it's fine. No, it's fine. I've, I've been suspended anyway, so it's, it doesn't oh. matter.
3: Well, then there you go. What did you get suspended for? I don't know. I really don't know. Oh, what come on, Fraser. You, those idiots that go, well, I don't know why they closed my account. Just think back. Well, it's been a couple of times. Um,
8: I, I do I do enjoy winding up uh, Mike Graham's fanboys on his page. Um, anybody that has a go at Greta Thunberg, and especially with the Harry and Meghan thing, yes. um, I like to have a wind up about, you know, so much hate. It really concerns me. There's not much we can do about this right wing kind of uprising that we're seeing in the media now, but I like to wind up people in mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. Just...
6: You know, you're adding to it by winding them up. Uh,
8: well, do you know, it's just a bit of fun. But anyway. anyway Obviously, uh, not, you're suspended.
3: Yeah. not Contrition is something you'd struggle with, isn't it?
8: Do you know, it, it really gets to me that the stuff that
3: goes on on the listening. other
8: side of uh,
3: talk radio. But then why did you have a go at me? And here's, the, here's why you're staying blocked. Because it wasn't constructive criticism. Yeah, it was. It was just a little bit of... It uh, wasn't, it wasn't. <laughs> but this is it, this is it. That's how you see it. But that's not what it was, Fraser. That might be how you see it. What you need to do, and this was the problem last week, right, is okay. you need, one thing I've learned to do is if I'm involved in a situation, an argument, or a verbal scuffle or something, what I've learned to do is to go and look at my part in it. And if I have done wrong, or if, someone's, if someone close to me says, well, actually, the way you phrased that, that could be a little bit. I accept that and you seem completely unwilling and unable to consider that your choice of words might have been anything other than constructive criticism.
8: Uh, right, okay. I, I, um, your point is taken on board, and uh, I agree that um, the point that I made could have been conceived from you as um, rude,
3: we it, got it. It was. Yeah. It, it was conceived yeah. as. It rich. was. Okay. But that was a big step. And that was. I don't okay. block you. I don't block you for that if you weren't suspended. Okay. Okay. And uh, um, <laughs> I apologise because it probably made you feel like. There you go, it Fraser. Make, this isn't what an incredible turnaround. If you weren't, I would unblock you now because that's all I wanted, man. That was it. Yeah. Thank it it probably you. Probably made you feel like. It probably made you it feel did. bad. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yes. Okay. Yeah, it did. Okay. All right. Don't 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 um, wind up the mic. I, I know exactly okay. what you mean about okay. some of the other voices here, and I have to yeah, watch my I, tongue. It really, it really
8: gets to me. It really me too.
3: does. Me too, brother. Me yeah. too. But, 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 we've got three hours of light and joy and, and <laughs> liberalism and left of centre here. D- yeah. uh, Daryl Morris, who's on afterwards, is is one of the good guys as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and I focus on that. Yeah. Yeah, and
8: that that's what my daughter says to me. She's like... She says to me that you should ignore everything that's going on over there.
6: Mm-hmm.
8: Ignore it. Don't yeah. listen to it. And then you won't be annoyed by yeah. it.
6: Here's the thing, Fraser. You're not going to change their minds.
3: Yeah. Yeah. And you yeah. getting
6: involved is only going to wind yourself up.
3: Yeah. Good point. You're not Fraser, no, nice to talk to you, man. Thank you very much indeed. There we go. You see, finally everybody was uh...
6: reasonable. <laughs>
3: reasonable. Um, the switchboard's empty. I think we just did an hour of radio, though I'd be hard pushed to tell you what it was about. 03 44 499 1000 is the telephone number. If you want to give us a call, you'd be very welcome. We'll take calls about absolutely anything that you fancy. This is the late night alternative. There is no radio show like this in the world. We're here. Every weeknight from 10 on Talk Radio. I'm Ian Lee. Who are you, lady? So, so sexy. Oh, my, my. The
0: Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Radio. We have ways of making you talk. I was shocked. Well, I'm not the kind to kiss and
14: tell, but I've been seen with up. I've never been with anything less than a man. So fine. I've been on fire with Sally Field Gone fast with a girl named Bo But somehow they just don't end up as mine It's a death defying life I lead I take my chances I die for a living in the movies and TV But the hardest thing I ever do Is watch my leading ladies some of the guy while I'm bandaging my new I might fall from a tall building I might roll a brand new car Cause I'm the unknown stuntman That made Redford such a star I've never spent much time in school But I've taught ladies plenty it's true I hire my body out of bay, hey, hey I've gotten burned over Cheryl Teague's blown up for Rocky Welch But when I wind up in the hay, it's only hay, hey, hey I might jump an open drawbridge or tarzan from a vine Cause I'm the unknown stuntman that makes Eastwood look so fine
3: Here's what I want to do, is I want to have the balls to walk away from um, working for people. I want to have the balls, you've got a hair in your mouth, I want to have the balls to walk away from working for people and have four months, four months of trying to make a, a, a go of Twitch, which is this streaming thing that I'm doing, of trying to have a go at making my own podcast, of trying, of trying, of trying to do something that um, is me, is, is me. And comes from me now. That's a gamble, man. That's a gamble because I've got mortgage payments, I've got um maintenance payments, I've got kids, I've also got a few quid in the bank, which would get me through you know a, a few lean five, six, seven months, which is an incredibly privileged position to be in. But that's what I want to do is go and set up my new PC when it if it ever arrives for so the scumbags and stream stream and make my own shows and do little Skype phone-ins and did, we did a funny one today where he watched a clip of me dancing for comic relief just do stuff like that that's what I think but is there enough is there enough money in there to feed my kids that's the question that's the question god it's, you wait you wait till the book comes out there's so much there's so much on the tip of my tongue but instead of spitting that out let's speak to James good evening James
15: Good evening. Greetings and salutations to Kath and to Ian. Greetings. Gosh,
3: we got, a, we got a posh knob on the phone.
15: I'm not a posh knob. Okay, I'm a little bit. A little bit of a posh knob. But, yeah, it's not my fault. i just... It's you not know, your fault.
3: I, Certainly not your fault. Is, do, you know, do you know Lawrence Fox, personally? What's the deal? No, I
15: don't. I don't. I, I don't know how I felt about the question time thing, to be honest. I kind of... I, yeah, I wonder whether he was doing it for a bit of publicity. And it's obviously worked.
3: Well, it's obviously there, worked in that he's aligned himself now with, with the right-wing stroke, I, I, extreme right-wing, and, and there's a lot of money to be made there.
15: Yeah, exactly. I mean, the, 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 the Katie Hopkins idea, I mean, that, that's her biggest fear, Katie Hopkins, that she's not going to be in the papers. So, have you noticed how, oh, literally, she'll say nothing, and then sudden, and, and, and won't be in the papers for a while, and then comes out with some absolute tripe, Something violent, racist, and then it's like, oh, guess what? Look, she's in the papers again, and her Twitter followers have gone like through the roof, and everything else. Yeah, I mean, she, she. It's just deliberate. It's just noise. It's just absolute noise. Um, yeah, yeah, absolutely wrong. And say, I was going to say about um the chap you just had on. I don't think he realised he was part of the problem at all. Go on. Well. I just think, I, I just don't think he was contrite. I don't think, he he's he saying like, oh, just wind people up. What's the point of winding people up? Whether they disagree with you or not, it's just a bit, it's just a bit unkind. Well, it's very unkind. And, and it was only when you you actually say, Cap, oh, that, yeah, that was rude, and that was upsetting, that he then sort of said, oh, sorry, and... Well, but the I, thing,
3: right, just, the thing that he said yeah, is slightly different. Uh, that goes to one side, but if... You're saying it's a bit unkind, but if people are being openly racist... Yeah. ...and openly misogynistic and bullying a 17-year-old young woman... Yeah. ...that's even more unkind? Now, I don't know what he was tweeting. I don't know what he was saying. It was always something quite unpleasant mm-hmm. to get suspended. Possibly a C-bomb. A C-bomb will get you suspended. Calling someone a nonce will not get you suspended. Um, mm. but... But... but is there not an argument for pick, pricking the pomposity of the extreme right, the, 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 the middling right uh, 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 racists, and calling them yeah.
15: out? Yeah, i no, calling out racism absolutely, and that's that's wrong. Whether you're right or left, it's wrong. Period. Full stop. But and I don't I don't think there's anything wrong with with pricking and kind of and teasing. but it's when it gets more than that, and also with the whole Greta thing. What is that about? And it tends to be, like, white middle-aged men that I am are just vital to essentially a child. That's messed up. That is seriously, seriously messed up. The crime that Greta Thunberg has is that, I don't know, she cares about the planet. I
9: mean, what (laughs)
3: what are these people (laughs) off? I don't get it, right? Since Brexit... Bef- before Brexit, there's been a lot of anger kind of bubbling away, but people would be quite polite about it and generally wouldn't let it out. Since Brexit, oh yeah, Pandora's completely. box, and, and and this anger yeah. is out there now, and you can now say whatever you want. You can be racist, you can be homophobic, you can be disabledist, and yeah. uh, now a lot of people, and a lot of people in quite high-profile jobs will pat oh. you on the back and go, well done. Um, so there's, there's this hatred out there. I mean, the, for me, the prime example is Piers Morgan. Right. Yeah. Who's just oh, vile. He's
15: starting, he's, starting to, he's starting to actually be on the edge of Katie Hopkins ex. Yeah. I, I I. think he's kind of. He is starting to say some stuff that it's a bit like, oh, could that be because you want to get even more likes on your Twitter following, which is millions anyway? It's a bit weird.
3: Um, the whole thing with Meghan Markle and, and Piers Morgan is, is obscene and absurd and is harassment. But Catherine, mm. you were telling me. Double check what you were telling me. Yeah, hang on. Because this I met Piers Morgan. He's very, very pleasant to me, but yeah, he, he what he says is awful. Right, is obnoxious, and he says it. You know why he says it? Because he gets paid millions of pounds to say it, and people love it. People absolutely love it. But his bullying and harass, I, I don't get. And I said this last week, James. I do not get. Why people are so angry about Meghan Markle and her husband. I don't, I just, I cannot, for the life of me, I could, ex- I could understand, like, some extreme royalists being yeah. disappointed, right? That the, the, a branch of the, the monarchy is kind of falling off.
15: Yeah, I get that. Like, I can I'm a little bit sad. But, but yeah, yeah, I'm a little bit sad because I'm a bit of a royalist and everything else. But,
3: but, but a- actual, they, they yeah, go on. Act, sorry, actual anger directed yeah, towards weird. them.
15: Yeah, I just don't... I weird.
13: don't get it.
15: Yeah, no, and actually, do you know what? I, like, my view on it is that I think it's sad. I think that, you know, I do have a bit of... Well, I paid for the cottage. Well, they're paying that back. They're paying it back? So they're paying it back. Um, I don't think they can be HRH because they're not doing the job. Well, they're not going to be HRH. So what's the living problem?
3: My 10-year-old my <laughs> son is very That's insightful. Yeah. My 10-year-old son cool. is very yeah. insightful. And I, I said to the yeah. boys the other day... What do you think about what's happening with Meghan and, and, and Harry? Mm. My eight year old said, I don't care. Ten year old <laughs> said, I'm not really bothered. Will we still be paying them with tax? And yeah. I said, Where'd you get that from? Your grandmother? He said, No, from Newsround. And I said, It's looking very unlikely. This was before kind of the big announcement had been made. I said, yeah. It's looking very unlikely we'll be paying them with our taxes. And he said, Well, then they're fine. Then they're free to do whatever they want to do.
15: And that's it! That's it! it, uh, Isn't it wonderful, like, ten-year-olds specifically, actually, they, like, I know my ten-year-old, so switched on. Like, they say stuff and they just get to the crux of the matter.
3: Are we paying them? No. Well, then they can do what we want. That and that is it. Why would you get angry about it unless, A, you're a racist? I don't think everybody who's angry with them is a racist. I think some of them are. Now, Kath, have you found? Yeah, this is really... Listen to this, James. This this
6: article by Alan Rusbridger opened up another option that I hadn't thought about, and I I don't think many people had. Um, This is an article in The Guardian. In fact, it was The Observer this weekend. There's a reason why the royals are demonised, but you won't read all about it. Now, this goes... I'm going to come in about halfway through this. Okay, none of the major players filtering the story for our consumption is exactly a disinterested bystander. All three of the major newspaper groups most obsessed with Harry and Meghan are themselves being sued by the couple for assorted breaches of privacy and copyright. There is, to any reasonable eyes, a glaring conflict of interest that for the most part goes undeclared. Here's a really interesting bit. For some years now largely unreported. Two two Chancery Court judges have been dealing with literally hundreds of cases of phone hacking against MGN Limited and News Group, the owners respectively of the Daily Mirror and The Sun, as well as the defunct News of the World. The two publishers are between them forking out eye-watering sums to avoid any cases going to trial in open court. Because the newspaper industry lobbied so forcefully to scrap the second part of the Leveson inquiry, which had been due to shine a light on such matters, we can only surmise what is going on, but there are clues. Mirror Group, now Reach, had by July 2018 set aside more than 70 million to settle phone hacking claims without risking any of them getting to court. The BBC reported last year that the Murdoch titles had paid out an astonishing 400 million in damages and calculated the total bill for the two companies could eventually reach 1 billion pounds. Last October, hang on, here's, here's a bit. Here we go. Last October, Prince Harry added his own name to the list of people claiming they've been hacked by both the sun and the mirror. To understand why this is, to put it mildly, a bombshell, you'd need to be following the patient work of Mr Justice Mann and before him Mr Justice Voss in the anonymous Rolls building home to the Chancery Court just off London Strand. Publicly available documents detail the alleged involvement of Rupert Murdoch's son James and the reinstated CEO of News UK Rebecca Brooks in suppressing or concealing the true extent of wrongdoing within the Murdoch titles. The son's official position is to not admit any unlawful activity while simultaneously shelling out enormous sums so this position can never be tested. And it goes on talking about about what's going on at Mirror Group. And further legal action by Megan against associated newspapers claiming assorted breaches of copyright, privacy and data... Anyway, so he says, so when reading about Harry and Meghan, it really does pay to keep your wits about you. There is a surface level to the story, not all of it untrue, and there are many anonymous sources of varying degrees of reliability to give colour and context, and in the background, there are quite a lot of worried newspaper executives and former editors who have absolutely zero interest in treating the couple kindly or even handedly.
15: There you go. Of course, in no, no, uh, and absolutely with no libelous intention at all, and very, very important, and it's just by the by. Wasn't Piers Morgan, wasn't he editor of a Trinity Mirror paper? Than I, 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 it's got no link to that at all, naturally, of course. It's
16: a
3: strange coincidence, um,
6: well, there's isn't a pic- it? There's, a, there's quite a big picture of him next to this article. And we're set.
15: And, and, and that happens, and that happens. And you know what it's like? I mean, you know, when you do nothing wrong, you give out half a billion quid. I mean, sometimes, <laughs> sometimes it happens. Um, you know, I mean, it's, yeah, it, it, this indeed is, is sometimes the case. He's, yeah, he's,
3: really. he's a ti- here's a tiny little thing that, that, that there's a tiny there is a tiny slither of light, right? And this is going to sound like a slight humble brag. Um, well, I, I get, but it's not, it's not meant as such, right? We do this tiny little silly cultish show, James, that that aims, doesn't always get there, but aims to be nice and friendly, right? We're up for two really big awards. Two really big awards. Two speech broadcasts of the year, me and Kath, and radio moment of the year, right? I'm not blowing my own trumpet. What that says to me is A, that me and Kath are doing something right, and B, there is a market somewhere for things just to be all right and to be nice and to create a safe environment where people can phone up and talk about mental health, can talk about alcoholism, can phone up when they're suicidal, can phone up and do impressions of Paul McCartney saying, grab pussy. There is room and a demand, however small, for stuff that isn't pointing the finger at a mixed race woman and uh, blaming her for tearing the country apart. There is room for that.
15: Absolutely. And th- and that's why, you know, I love what you guys do. And it's amazing. And it, the only thing I'd say, which I know uh, you mentioned, Ian, which I think is such a real shame about these area awards or I probably have said it wrong, um, was that they just had your name on, which is such a shame. No, because Catherine. You know, cause without a doubt, you know, uh, when when, you, when you're on your own, it's not as good. When Catherine's on her own, she's very good, but a different Sorry? type of show. Together, you are amazing, kind of and nice. you are just—you can just—you can hear the, the friendship that you have. You can hear it over the airwaves, and I—I I think everybody that's kind of on the hashtag TLNA. Um, we'll probably agree you guys are incredible
3: thank you very much stay there Alex 0344 this is Talk Radio experience the unconventional hello the unpredictable don't you think that's a bit weird and the completely unorthodox it was
4: my
0: birthday with rule free Ian Lee Uh, I was just trying to generate a bit of content the late night alternative with Ian Lee
3: hate alarm clock hate going to work
0: on Talk Radio
3: evening Alex Good
17: evening, sir. What you got? So, I've got a bit of a prediction. Here we go. Um, re Harry and Meghan, yes. right? I am going to go out on a limb and say I'll give it a year um, to Max because the the bottom line is she, she doesn't need him, right? She's got what I'm why not. Are still, being, oh, why are you
3: being so mean? No, I'm not. No, you, I'm are, not being, you are. You are. being no. mean. Uh, yeah, it may not last a year because of all the pressure that they're under. But no, no, it's no, not, no, yeah. no. Uh, they may not last a year because of all the pressure that they're under. But but saying it won't last a year because she doesn't need him. Yeah. Why? Why? Why would you phone up and tell? Why would you phone up and say that?
17: It's, I'm not enjoying it. It's just a theory. It's but a, well, it's but a why would you share that? The- why theory. would
3: you share that theory? It's a mean. It's a really mean. Uh, unsubstantiated theory?
17: Because I looked you up, saw the show was on, just started listen, listening, heard what you were talking about, and I thought...
3: You'd throw some darkness into it. In. Sorry? You thought you'd throw a little bit of darkness?
17: I mean, I don't know, it's a talk show, it's a bit of this and that, it's not trying to... It's just, that I just thought, that's what they're talking about, let me dive in there but with why? my... my theory.
3: Well, but why, well, why but it's a horrible it, theory. Why would you want to? No, it's, a, tra- but if it's
17: Look, rea- um, reality is not horrible. Well, no, it's, it's a guess. The,
3: the, guess the, guessing, guessing. No. G- okay, here's the thing. You've got no idea. You're just guessing, right? It's a really mean guess. Might be right, but it's a really mean guess. So why would, why would you share that on a public forum?
17: Because, well, you can't, I mean, you know, we're not in Disneyland here, right? It's not like... No, but like, you're making I mean,
3: something up. You have no idea. Let me, okay. What's your evidence for this? Um, experience. Experience of, of what? Millionaire people. actresses' experiences of the royal family. Experience of what? People. Experience of people who've just got married for for love. Well,
17: I mean, you know, how often does that happen? Nowadays? It happens
3: quite a lot. It happens quite a lot. I married my wife for love. It didn't last. Right. Right. There you go. No, no but no. What do you mean, there, there you go. It it didn't last. Not because she didn't need me. So, here's the thing right you've got no yeah. idea you're guessing you're guessing and honestly sounds like a rubbish guess but why would you want to it's already a very dark situation right it's a very very angry situation very tense people are being very very mean right you know that people are being mean about her yeah and him I, right listen
17: I, I don't I don't have any great objection to Harry He's I
3: didn't I, but you have objection to her oil. why do you have objections to her I don't well, again, you, specifically said, you specifically said you don't have any objections to Harry when I was specifically talking about both of them. Right. Right. I so mean, listen, I
17: don't know much about her, it's right.
3: just... Well, then you don't know that she doesn't... But yet you've made the uh, the assumption that she doesn't need him.
17: Right. But you so don't well, know anything about her. But let me put this to you, right? You no. have an experience...
3: no. Because you're just going to throw more darkness into an already very dark story. No, it's
17: not. It's not. It's not. It's not. It's it's just... I bet it's dark. i back up my theory. No, it won't be. I don't want to hear
3: your theory. It sounds like rubbish. It won't be... Will it be less or more rubbish than the previous theory?
17: Hold on. You just said, you know, you've just... Loan your own trumpet about how this is an open show anybody can f- phone in feel. Well, positive.
3: it's a night it's yeah no 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 you weren't you weren't listening Alex and I su- I'm starting to suspect that's part of your problem um, about how this is a this is a, a, a I think I use the phrase safe place I put that in inverted commas but how it's an, how it's how it's nice how the shows a lot of radio shows are divisive and are pointing the finger and create creating fear and anger and this show doesn't do that and yet you're about to basically saying she doesn't need it him, sort of implies she's a gold digger. Um, no. I, the, well, you're saying say the it, marriage will be over in a year because she doesn't need him? Yeah. Why would you say that?
17: Because it's what I think. Okay, it, but it why happens, would you want he to well, here's,
3: here's what I'm saying. Why would you want to throw more darkness into an already very dark story? It's not dark. It is it, dark, mate. I don't know if you've read any of the coverage. It's obscene.
17: I mean, that you're, you're, you think the, um, I mean, you think they've got their life hard, yeah, I mean, yes, you know,
3: yes, I do, I do, not in the same way as people who are on food using food banks, not in the right, yeah. exactly. yeah. they 're on the front page. page of the newspapers every day, a lot of the press is being racist about that guy 's wife, um and uh, the majority of people seem to hate them, yes, it's tough, it 's tough in a different way, they may have millions of pounds, you know millionaires kill themselves sometimes, right, you know that, yeah,
17: probably not as uh, high a rate as uh as poor
3: people. I don't think you have the statistics for that. I don't think we have the statistics for that. I don't think you do either, Ian. No, exactly. That's why I said, Alex. And again, well, listening, would, is you your like, real, listening is your real issue. I don't think it, we you, have the statistics right. on that.
17: Okay, but look, you want people to call in, I don't
3: know, with... with Not with mean, the, nasty guesses. I mean, no, I don't. I've never said what, that I do. No, it's just a theory. Right? Well, it's a horrible a theory. theory. Why would you... And I, I'll ask you again. Why would you want to share that mean theory that points the finger of accusation at her why would you want to share that
17: because um, it's a phone-in show yeah um, but it's not it's not might, it's, not, it's
3: the... not a phone-in show it's not this isn't mike graham or lbc this is a phone-in show where you will get challenged on bullshit
17: yeah but you haven't even let me listen it's the first time I've called well as you probably know it's the first time I've called up right i just Checked out the station. Whatever you were. I don't care. The station about.
3: won't be in here in a month, mate, so I don't really care. What, you are phoning You're up.
17: You're asking me why I called up, right? No, let, let me say something, right? You're saying that you, you think, seem to think I'm coming from some sort of dark place, but what if.
3: You what said if, they're going to split up in a year because she doesn't yeah. need him. Well, That's that might quite be reality. Mean. That's quite it's mean. mean. It's not mean if it's the truth. No, it's not the truth, Alex. It's a and guess. You don't know that, and neither do I. It, no, no, exactly, because it's a guess. I know that it's a guess, because you it's told me.
17: No, look, if you let me see what I was trying to say before, right? Look, you come into contact with someone who you've never met before. You come to certain conclusions, right? We all do it all the time, whether they're going to be any benefit to you, no good to you at all, whatever, right? So... It's just a theory, and we'll see if it comes... We'll see if it, it's not... It's, this phone call isn't going to make the difference. I'm sure they're not, um...
3: No, no it, it's not going to make a difference, but what is making difference is you are spewing out more darkness and more bile that points the finger of accusation at her into not, a world I'm, when there's already I'm, a lot of I'm, darkness when and when bile I'm, around this story. We don't need no, any more.
17: But look, I mean, it's, it, might, it might be the case. So you want to put a... A nice edge on it. You want to put a kind of soft edge on it. You want to... I don't know what you... Alex, you're talking
3: absolute nonsense, mate. Um, I don't know what you think you phoned in, but I don't think you're up... With respect, I don't think you're up to it, mate.
17: Well, as I say, I haven't listened before, Okay, I suggest... Here's here's my suggestion.
3: Put the phone down, listen for the next month or so, and then try then, Okay.
17: But the station won't be there then.
3: Well, then, then, but you'll still have learnt a lot of skills that you don't have now.
17: Um, Well, listen, mate. You know, that's your that's you. You've got the you've got the old uh, fader or or whatever you want. Oh God! I forgot
3: I have. Yeah, I wish you'd reminded me that earlier. I'd have used it. Thank you, Alex. Ah. I knew, there was, I knew there was a way I could stop listening to that absolute drivel, but I couldn't remember what it was. It was the fader. Thank you, Alex. Thank you, mate. I appreciate that. Cheers. 344 499 This is Talk Radio. Set free your mind. Let your fancy take flight.
0: Conversation gets curiouser by the glow of moonlight. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. 344
3: 499 is the telephone number if you want to give us a What's Which is great is when I get tweets that are sent to talk radio, I can block it so I don't see them. So thank you, Jane. <laughs> I blocked from my personal account ages ago because you're a Belchies. <laughs> Dick, dear, dear God, what's going on? Oh, man. Let's just have, everyone just have a second just to chill out. It's all just, it's all just chill out for crying out loud, all right, everybody, just, just call out, Oh three, four four, four nine nine one thousand. that's the telephone number if you want to give us a call, um, and if you've just tuned in, you're very welcome to call in, but, but this isn't a phone-in show where we go, hmm, yeah, no, I think she's a cow, yeah, no, I think you're right, they'll split up, you're going to get challenged if you talk, as that previous caller did, <clears throat> absolute tripe. You will get pulled up on it, um, and if you tweet me nonsense, I'll, I'll block you. That's kind of that's 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 where I'm at today, guys. That is totally um, where I'm at. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Let's go to Dean. Good evening, Dean. How are you? Ah, oh, I wish I was at home in bed, Dean, having a good old cry. How are you?
9: I'm, I've just got home, so I'm
3: going to have a good cry now. <laughs> do it, mate! Do it!
9: Yeah, um, I'd just like to say that I'm a Republican. Um, I've got nothing against the royal family. Um, I think the Queen does an amazing job and most of the other two, Harry and Meghan, good luck to them. Let them go. Leave them alone, because they've had enough. They've had enough poo thrown at them by our media. <laughs> you know? <Poo>. Um <laughs> Yeah? It's disgraceful. I really do. Exactly, let
3: them go. Let them go. Let so, them go. Who cares? And then there's a big it. thing on the front page of the mail. Oh, they might get, um, a deal with Netflix. They want to start a production company and get a deal with Netflix. So I thought that's what we wanted. We all, everyone was going, well, they've got to pay their own way. Well, it, that's what they're doing. Yeah, if they pay their own way, why well, shouldn't they go and
9: uh, parade themselves around the United States as, uh, you know, the Merriam... And uh, Harry and Meghan show or something, yeah, you know?
3: Yeah, I'd, I'd probably, if they did a little podcast, I'd probably subscribe to that for the first few, then get bored of it yeah. and not listen anymore.
9: Yeah, absolutely. Good luck to them. That's all I say. Thank you, Dean. I'm a Republican, but I, I don't wish anybody any harm. I'll never have done. Dean, I'm, um, I want to, I challenge you to Republican, a fight. Like, I live in a village that is very conservative. Dean. you so have to be a quiet
3: Republican. Dean, I challenge you to a fight. <laughs> yeah. I want a karate fight. Yeah, I'm in a wheelchair. That, would that be fun? <laughs> Easy. It makes it even easier. I will nunchuck yeah, the Jesus out of you. Why not? Why not? Dean, thank you very much indeed, mate. The reason he's in a wheelchair, which he won't show you with you, is because I, I beat him up in a previous fight. That's how he ended up in that wheelchair. That's what happened there. Have you looked for any new stories yeah. today? Let's have some, because yeah. I, I ain't got a team. This is
6: horrible, right? A bid to erect a statue in tribute to the Elephant Man in Leicester has been stymied oh. by critics who say the city is ugly
3: enough oh, oh, no, 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 no are his name? John. Joseph Merrick <laughs> jo- okay,
4: jo- uh,
6: became world famous due to a rare genetic disorder that's thought to have caused his def- severe deformities His appearance gave rise to the nickname that followed him to his death in Leicester in 1890 at the age of 27 He remains a source of curiosity as the exact causes of his condition is a mystery amongst medical experts to this day Um Here we go Uh Critics have already put a roadblocks to the idea of having uh, a statue in his hometown, labelling it a freak show and claiming the city is ugly enough. The reaction has dismayed Mrs. Viga Mungervin, who's behind the idea. Yeah.
3: What's her name?
6: Viga Mungavin.
3: Mrs. Viga Mungovin. It's a a
6: double-barrelled name. Okay who uh, told the broadcaster she felt progress on a fitting tribute to America had been roadblocked by prejudice. She said there is a fear of what the statue would be like, but he was an inspirational figure. The statue has reportedly received backing from artist and disability campaigner Alison Lapper, who told the sta- statue's critics to get over it. Of course, she's the person who was born without arms, and she's got shortened legs, and she had a statue of her naked and pregnant form Trafalgar on Trafalgar Good Square. Good, I like
3: that. People complained about that, so it was disgusting. Yeah, that was terrible, terrible yeah. human beings. Yeah.
6: When she said that experience means that she sympathises with how hard it must have been for Merrick in his day. Yeah. So, um, yeah, and then it just, this article just goes into the history of him. But, yeah, what a thing where that is still a big deal.
3: I watched the film The Elephant Man starring John Hurt when I was too young for it. I think I was about 12 when I watched it. And it's, um, I don't really remember it. I remember it being hard work. I remember it being hard work. And, of course, who played The Elephant Man on in the musical on Broadway? Well, here's a question. The Elephant Man musical on Broadway. I
6: don't
3: know. David
6: Bowie. Oh!
3: David Bowie is the Elephant Man tonight on Broadway. Only lasted about a week, I think, and it? it got terrible reviews. It was a musical. Yeah.
6: Flipping
3: it. I'm
7: an Elephant Man.
3: <laughs> and... I said the station's closed. I said we won't be here in a month. I don't know. I don't know what what the the people are going. you're, You're going in a month. I've got absolutely no idea. And that's part of the problem. No one, no one knows. No one knows what's going on. And that's, um, that's part of the issue. Maybe we'll get an answer at some point. Um, I just don't know. Here's the thing. I'm really worried that everything I'm saying tonight is getting us in trouble. I'm really worried that everything I'm saying is, I'm going to get a phone call tomorrow saying, right, Ian, got a list. Um, number one, French kisses. We are not kiss. Stop playing it. Number two, <laughs> you said the station was closing down in a month. We told you not to speculate about that on air. Number three, this is what I'm worried, this is where it makes it really hard. I'll get in trouble for this. as well. It makes it really hard to be able to do the kind of free flowing radio show that we do that you guys like that won an award that's nominated for two more awards um when I'm constantly second guessing like am I, am I, am I allowed to say that will I get I'm told off for saying that will this this little piece this little skit that I'm doing here which is grounded in some reality will this get me In uh, in trouble. I just, I just, I just don't know anymore. Yeah, it drives us, drives me. I can only speak for me. Drives me absolutely nuts, guys. It drives me absolutely nuts, and uh, I don't want to be. Who is that? um, To terribly sad I mean, it's funny. But it's sad, because the woman, it turns out, was an alcoholic. The woman, her last day on the radio, she's... Um, people have been saying, like, I've, I'm drunk. I've had a bit to drink. I'm not drunk. Yeah, terrible. He's Royal Orbison. <laughs> and it, I mean, it's funny, because it happened and it went out, but she was an alcoholic. It, it transpired, and it, I don't think it was the first time she'd done that. Um, but I feel like her. I feel like her, you know, kind of really second-guessing everything. Yeah. That I'm saying and what can I do? And I, and it's easy for the other shows, because you do Plank of the Week and you've got Ash and you talk about HS2 and you get Lawrence Fox on to get everyone excited and all of that. And that's not the show... That we do Our show is a very honest show It's very straightforward Kind of what you see is what you get With about maybe 18% of It it is heightened performance Um, And um, I don't know Tonight's show feels like a real stinker (laughs) Feels like A real stinker So How are we going to turn this around And turn this into the radio gold that I know that we can create and that you guys want. Let's play some ads early when we come back. Gold. This is Talk Radio. Stimulating nightly emissions
0: guaranteed to open your eyes and your mind. Oh, my word. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio.
16: David? Hello, Ian.
3: Hello, Kath. Kath has popped out to get a little air. All oh, right. Oh, I mean, we can talk about music then, can't yeah, <laughs> we? Can talk, we can talk about music. Here's the thing, Dave. It's nice to talk to you, man. I'm glad it's you. Mm. Um, uh, tonight's not fun for me or Kath. Tonight isn't fun. Normally, it's fun, right? And there's mm. something about tonight that is not fun. And um, that is like my spidey sense. Mm, It started fun. It started fun. Oh, it's. And listen, I'm sure it's sounding okay. Uh, You know, because a lot of people said they're enjoying it. I'm sure it's sounding okay, but it ain't fun for us tonight. Hmm. That's the. That's that's the rub.
16: What do you think that is? Uh, (laughs) Um. That you can talk about.
3: I can't talk about it. I can't talk about it. I don't. I just. I just. Don't know. Anyway, mm. Dave, my uh, my fine feathered, fine fine-for-fended friend, what That's have you got for us? Uh, the
16: David Bowie um, on Broadway. Yeah. um wasn't a musical. It was a, it was a
3: play. Screw but you! Was... How dare you? I'm glad that Cat's not here to hear you correcting uh, me. If
16: you remember, in there was a film called The Tall Guy with Jeff Goldblum in it. Uh,
3: my, my mate Jeff Goldblum, yes.
16: Yeah, and that had a musical in it about the Elephant Man, called oh. Elephant, exclamation mark. Oh,
3: that's maybe what I'm thinking of.
16: <laughs> Which had the the song, um, Somewhere Up In Heaven There's An Angel With Big Ears. Oh. Um, yeah, that was the cracking joke.
3: Oh dear. Um, I had tell uh, you, the fil- films, 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 that should have been good, that were rubbish, right? Morons From Outer Space.
16: Yeah. But there's a great
3: um, bit in it, where someone is hitting someone over the back of a head, right? And the guy uh. keeps going, Ow! What are you doing that for? Stop it. And he's going, what are you doing? I'm trying to knock him out. Because obviously in films, you hit someone over the back of the head, they crumple to the floor, and this guy's going, mm. stop, will you stop doing that? That's the only bit I can remember being any yeah, good.
16: I, I, remember, I remember seeing it years ago and not remember anything about it at all. Yeah, it was... But, it was but the, 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 the trivia with um, the Bowie thing yes. was always that um, John and Yoko had tickets for it the night after he was shot. And so did Mark Chapman. Oh. Um, no. Because Bowie was his second choice. No! You, yeah, yeah. Alright,
3: who was the rock star that Mark Chapman met the day before, or maybe the day, bumped into uh, him? Physically yeah. bumped into him the day before or the day that he shot John Lennon?
16: Uh I can't, I can't remember.
3: There Probably is a young thing. cowboy who lives on the range. My name's James Taylor. It's James, Taylor.
16: Oh, Ta- know, yeah. Yeah, it was James yeah. Taylor. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so uh, th- there was always that thing that there were three empty seats that night. Oh, I didn't after, know that. Which huh? was John, Yoko, and Mark Chapman. Yeah, and Bowie was second on his list. Um, and, how long uh, was... Well,
3: this This is sounds morbid, yeah. but how long was the list? Was it just two?
16: Um, well, it was whoever in New York. He could go, but he thought Bowie was also another sort of phony sort of um, you know, guy. And that's why Bowie sort of moved to Sw- uh, Switzerland sort of straight yeah. after, because he was like... You know, I don't want to be around anything any any sort of people that could get at me because it was known that I think they found in the notes that were in um, uh, his apartment that they had you know yeah pictures of Bowie and a a ticket for the uh, the night after. uh, I did not know that. Yeah. That's that's my nerdy. um, Dave just called
3: in to congratulate me on getting everything right about that David Bowie and the Elephant Man musical story. Isn't that right, Dave? Thanks. Yes, Yes. uh, everything was correct. Everything was absolutely spot on, and he's not correcting me on any part of it whatsoever. Oh, good. Yes, yes. (laughs) Um, mm, That's good. Anything else, David?
16: I don't. I don't believe so. I just, I just wanted to make sure you got uh, that. You know, so uh, you knew you were
3: right. Of <laughs> Thank you, Dave. Check your DMs. Thank you very much indeed. Oh, three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. If you want to give us a call, you'd be very, very welcome. It's Monday night. Are you feeling a bit better when to got a little bit of fresh air. Sword of Damocles. Sword of Demacles. <laughs> Ah, yeah, 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 I've like had a stinker comments. of a couple
6: of weeks, I'm going to say it.
3: Go on. Well, your aunt passed away.
6: Yeah. Yeah. My mum's twin, which kind of makes it, Uh, made it a little, I don't know, can it be worse? It was worse. It was
3: worse. I think, I would imagine that a twin does make it worse. It, high, it certainly, I I, I I would imagine a twin is worse for the sibling mm. that survives as opposed to just a normal brother or sister, which must be horrendous. Yeah. But, but it, it highlights the mortality of the surviving twin.
6: Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, as with most real families, they had a real relationship and it was complicated and the there's four sisters and the relationship there is complicated and honest and emotional and some ups and some downs and um I wasn't sure how my mom because you know we kind of moved away from the family and we're not so in it as everybody else and uh you can kind of con yourself that everything is fine and everyone is fine when you don't live Mm. in a certain area and so it's always kind of a shock when you get a reality check like that, then, you know, maybe you're you're missing bits. And, um, so that's why I went back to Manchester at the end of last week. And, um, it was a a beautiful send-off. The place was absolutely packed. Absolutely packed. Mm. Loads of people had loads of really lovely things to say about my auntie. My poor mum was in bits. My poor mum was in bits. She's one of these people that sort of copes. And, uh... So you never quite know how she's dealing with things until it gets to the point where there's kind of, you know, a necessary explosion. And it was just, um, you know, she needed to, we need, we all needed to go and confront it and be together as a family. Um, but, I'd, God, I feel so bad for my mum. mm
3: have you spoken to her about it since, since you got back?
6: No. <clears <clears <throat> Is she kind of the gone... kind
3: that speaks about these no, things? No, and that's
6: what I worry about, because that's the sort of person who, who thinks they can outrun it and you can't, can you, with grief. It's going to get you, whatever happens. So I think I'm going to have to corner her at some point and um, and talk to her. But yeah, anyway, so that's kind of what's been, that's kind of what's been going on. And it's just been a stinker.
3: You should smoke a joint with your mum.
6: Oh, my God.
3: You know, I got stoned with my mum once.
6: I know you did, but that was for medical reasons.
3: Well, I mean, I didn't, it was her medical I didn't have to get (laughs) stoned with her. I made um, tea, made, uh, it may have been skunk tea, I don't know. Oh, my God. We watched Countdown. She was giggling all the way through Countdown. I don't think this has had any effect on me whatsoever. Telling me all the family secrets. Really? All the family secrets, yeah. Um, I had two aunts I didn't know about. Because my nan uh, gave them away oh. before. My mum is the my mum always thought she was the eldest, but there were two before her.
6: Right.
3: Um, and uh, I've only met one of them. And I didn't really get. on And with are
6: they that. sort of full sisters or half?
3: Don't think we know. Right. I don't. I don't. Not that know. it matters. I think one is full. I think one is half. And I met one of them at a wedding, and she insisted I call her Auntie Sue. Ah. And I said nah, I'm not going to do that. Not until I get to know you a bit better.
12: Mm-hmm.
3: And she was a real fusser. And there's no vegetarian meal for me at the wedding, so I'm vegetarian. And, and she uh, insisted. She was sat next to her. Oh, at first thing she said, oh, I recognise you off the telly. I'm your auntie Sue. Nah, no, you're not. You're not yet. You're not yet. You've got to earn that. And I have a real problem with, like, half-brothers and sisters and things anyway, because my dad, you know, had loads of kids and stuff. Yeah. And uh, and she was sat next to me, and there was no vegetarian meal, uh, and she was insisted that they make me an omelette. I was going, honestly, it's fine. No, okay. I said, honestly, really, seriously, look, could you just F off and leave it? What, really? I think so, something like that. Because she was really fussing, and I didn't like it. Mm. Never spoke to her since. <laughs>
6: so she was... I'm suggesting she's probably trying to get her auntie in duties all in at once in the in the space. Yeah, well, this of was in, this was, was
3: this would have been 17 years ago, 16 years ago. Not I don't speak to any of my family. Here's the thing: I do not speak to any of my family. I speak mm. to my sister. I speak to my mum. That is it. Don't speak to my mum's family because it's. There's a couple of aunts who, one one of them kicked off because I invited one of my mum's cousins to my wedding. She kicked off about it. And as I was going off to cut the cake, Ian, can I have a word? No, I'm going off to cut the wedding cake. And then they got very upset with me for for forcing mum to go into a care home. Forced mum to go into a care home. So, that, so they didn't talk to me. Um and my dad's side when i got when i was 15 i made the decision my dad moved out i wasn't going to speak to him anymore awful decision and this is i held my mum partly responsible for it it was my decision but partly i held my mum because she should have said look you're an angry boy angry young man right don't turn your back on your nan and granddad. And i never saw him again uh. and um and i do wish she had from time to time picked me up on that and she didn't she didn't she let me make that decision and that was that decision and it was never discussed again and it was a terrible decision and then when my dad was dying maybe six years ago I saw my aunts and uncles I was with my sister and my aunt was coming up the path and I went "Oh, well, this is going to be awkward and it wasn't it was really lovely really nice my aunt Hazel and we got on really really well and then she died like oh, four God. months later she yeah. got leukemia and died and I've really struggled, and this is me, this is now me, to reconnect with my dad's side of the family, and that includes my uncles and aunt that are still alive, and my cousins, and my half-brothers and sisters, who are all, they're all really lovely people. Really, really lovely people. But there is something in me, it's not pride, fear. I heard a great thing, um, there's fear that stopped me. I had a great share, terrible indigestion, great share at a meeting the other day, right? And it was one of those, every now and then you'll hear something, doesn't break any any anonymity, you'll hear something, you go, whoa, that is me, that's what it is. And it was someone, it was a fellow, sharing about their alcohol and drug addiction, and they said, everything I did was driven by fear or desire. That was it, fear or desire. I'm terrified of going to work, so I'm going to go and do cocaine. I want to, I want it, that person, so I'm going to do everything I can to sleep with that person. I want this. I'm terrified of this. All reasons to live a very, very unhealthy life. Fear and desire. That's it, man. That's it. As opposed to, um, you know, thinking about others. Fear and desire, two very selfish emotions. Uh, anyway, uh, uh, I'm going off on a ever-so-slight tangent there. Um, but that's by the by. Let's go to the United... Oh, we got a call from the United States of America. Chuck Winkle. Wow, wow. Lovely to hear you
10: opening up there. And i got to tell you, lovely to hear you opening up there. I was going to suggest <laughs> that... I'll take you a little bit of ease off you both and uh, take you up to the news, but you did a good job of it anyway.
3: Okay, well, we're not going up to the news yet. We've got six, uh, min- six minutes.
10: Six minutes. Want to kick your feet off and I'll just talk about the US news for six minutes?
3: Oh, right, uh, Away you go. Right, well, I'm watching the news. No, I- uh, <laughs> <laughs> hang on a minute, hang on a minute. When you say you're talking about the US news, I, don't, I didn't think you meant you were just going to tell us what was happening on the news that you're watching. I thought you'd, as a, an American correspondent, you'd know about this.
10: Yeah, I could do my little spin on it.
3: But?
10: There's been a baby boom. <laughs> <laughs> and lots of cute little pictures of babies flashing up on the screens. Right. And here comes the uh, 19 caregivers at the same hospital give birth to 19 babies. Right. Uh, the little cutie faces on the screen there.
3: Right. Cutie faces on a screen is not really news. They're crawling towards the camera. Right, they're brand new, freshly born babies and all they're the, crawling. Or the
10: caregivers. Wait, who's, crawling? who's crawling? Wait a minute. The 19 caregivers? I don't know what a caregiver is.
3: But why are you talking about it?
10: Because it's on my screen.
3: Okay. Uh, Kath, do you want to? Uh, What's a caregiver? Someone who gives care. And I don't yeah. about this report. I'm,
6: I'm guessing kind of a nursing professional of some kind.
3: So you're reckoning
10: maybe it's uh, 90 nurses at the same hospital give birth to 90 babies?
3: What's the latest? I, I suggest the <laughs> doctor needs to be questioned. What's the latest on Trump's impeachment?
10: Trump is well and truly impeachers. And um, what you've got to remember is that it's the Democrats that want it, Republicans don't want it, and it's the Republicans that will decide. So most of all, nothing's going to happen. i got a theory, John Wayne. Okay. It's not much of a theory, and it's not based on truth whatsoever. Okay. But remember way back when... And Canadian PM Justin Trill Joe was seen to be laughing with Boris Jensen. With who? Boris Jensen, UK Prime Minister. Prime Minister, sorry. Sorry. They were laugh- They were right. They were laughing about uh, Donald Trump, right?
3: Yeah.
10: When Donald Trump poked himself in the hole in the lion's den of Iran.
3: Right.
10: And then all the missiles flew over. Yes. Tragically, tragically on that night, too, the missile struck the plane. Plane full of Canadian nationals.
3: <laughs> Hang on a second. This is, this is a hugely controversial and offensive thing. Are you suggesting that that, that that was because Justin Trudeau, I think his name is, was mocking Donald Trump? Uh, but we're in a tricky legal standpoint. Yeah, we uh, are. Thank you very much, indeed. There we go. I, I, I suspect that had absolutely nothing to do with it. But, 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 interesting enough, in the great scheme of things, that's not the nuttiest conspiracy theory that I've ever heard and that some people believe in. Here's the thing now. All it takes is the right person to retweet some theory... I mean that's obviously crazy and, and and nonsense, but it just takes one the right person to retweet some insanity now for it to become fact in inverted commas. Doesn't matter if it's true or not. Yeah. If enough people say it, it become it becomes true.
12: Yeah.
3: It becomes true. The whole pizza um, child pornography thing about the Clintons that there was a pizza restaurant where they were having like sex with children and stuff in the basement and someone turned up with a gun didn't they mm-hmm. to to sort this out once and for all yeah. and that and there are still people and even though that's been completely disproved there will still be people now who who will be listening to this going ah yeah but we don't we don't know the truth about it
6: well also one person's turns out wholly untrue theory yep. has led to loads of kids not being vaccinated by their parents who think they're doing the very best yeah, thing well, for them.
3: Yeah, well, yeah, that's true. And that's it, still going on. Isn't... You're going to have to Google this. Go on. Is it Claudia Schiffer's husband? Hang on.
6: He's a film director?
3: Find out if they made an anti-vaccine documentary.
6: Okay. Sounds strange, but...
3: Doesn't uh, it? There's a furore that an anti-vaxxing documentary is being shown in council buildings.
6: Oh, yeah, I heard Um, about that. And
3: and it's someone like, it may not be Claudia, it's someone like that's husband has made it.
6: Oh I know there's a thing here about De Niro pulling anti-vaccination documents... No, 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 no. It's it's it's
3: an actress or a model's husband. All right. We'll find it in a bit. This is Talk Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Talk Radio. Radio. We have ways
1: of making you talk.
2: Around the bend So if you wanna join me For a while Just grab your hat Come travel like that's hobo style Maybe tomorrow I wanna settle down Until tomorrow The whole world is my home Just give A brand-
3: so the the blue monday thing is a myth you know so blue monday is the most depressing today is the most depressing day of the it's a myth it was made up by a travel company that was it it was to sell holidays so you go oh the third monday of january is miserable i'll buy a holiday that's what it was for um it was made to market um holidays uh, evidence shows that low mood doesn't vary with seasons. So don't... I just think it's important to say that because d- d- some people might approach the third Monday, oh, it's Tuesday now, in, in January with trepidation. It ain't real. It ain't real. It's the same as any other freaking day, all right? It is not real. Good evening, Paul. Hello. Hello. Uh, I've got a
18: notion in my brain... And that's to do with the idea or, or notion that all pay the uh, uh, ministers in, uh, in Leicester is actually hell.
3: What is actually hell, Paul? All pay. All pay?
18: Council, yeah, Council's name is All Pay.
3: Right, okay.
18: If you ring up that council, uh, you'll get um,
3: sort of...
18: You, you have to pay money into a council. Yeah, it's like hell. Is, is it actual?
3: No, hell doesn't oh. exist. Hell, hell, hell isn't real. Hell is a a man-made construct.
18: <laughs> hey, hell is a what?
3: Hell is a man-made construct. It doesn't exist.
18: It does in my wrist, you know, when I got pushed out a second stool right. Paul, the
3: listen. I got my suggestion to you tonight. Of all yeah. nights, <laughs> is go to bed. Go to bed.
15: I know, I know, I
9: Go know, to I know. bed! <laughs> Do it, Paul! Go to
3: bed! Why? Because it's late at night and only idiots are up at five past midnight. I'm an idiot. Sam's an idiot. <laughs> Daryl's a massive idiot! He stays up I'm, until the morning like a, like a fool! I'm, I'm, I'm an idiot! Also. You're an idiot! Go to bed! <laughs> go on, go and get some sleep, man. It's too late for this. What? what,
18: what talk about hell?
3: Yeah, hellfire. Hellfire. we don't want to talk about hell. Come on, man. We're just scaring people. Hey, we're just scared. Let's not talk about hell. We're just scaring people.
18: Well, it will, will it? Of course, it will. It's, it's, well, you, you, hellfire. You can't, hellfire. All right,
3: Paul. Listen, my friend, I'm gonna let you go. Okay, yeah. oh no, yeah, I could change the subject. I just here's the thing, Paul. Here's the thing, right. Yeah. I'm not feeling very well tonight. I've got a cold, I've oh. got a cold, I've got a sore throat. Sorry, i got, my head is, my head is not in the best place that it could be, right? Head, it, exactly, like, exactly. And what? I just think that us talking together tonight is not going to be healthy for either of us. Why not? Well, it doesn't matter why not. I believe that us talking together tonight will not be healthy for either of us.
18: But why? It doesn't,
3: uh, doesn't matter why. That is my belief.
18: You, it, it, oh, you're allowed to have a belief. That's good.
3: Exactly. So I'm going to wish you a good night, Paul.
18: Oh, no, not now. No, no. Leave me alone in my room.
3: Yeah, Paul, I'm going to let you go, my friend. I'm going to send you lots of love. <laughs> you take care, Paul. All right, good night. Thank you. 0344. <sighs> 4991000. Poor old Paul. He calls in a bit. I think maybe I think maybe it's time to call time on Paul's calls, because he's obviously... We know Paul's called up a lot. He's a paranoid schizophrenic. Uh, he lives in some kind of facility. I don't know, never quite established what. And um, his grasp on reality is very, very different to everybody else's. And sometimes I can tap into it, and tonight I just can't quite... Uh, I just can't quite tap into it. So, uh, 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 and I do wonder, and this is one of the things, right, about doing this show, is that we talk a lot about mental health and stuff. And I do have to wonder from time to time whether me taking certain people's calls is helping them, is doing nothing positive or negative, or is having a detrimental effect on them. And I just wonder if taking Paul's always fascinating calls, whether that's having a uh, a detrimental effect on him. Uh, I also have to wonder as well whether it's exploitative or not. And I don't want to exploit people. Back in the day, I would exploit people. Back in the day, it's kind of what I did. But um, I don't want to exploit people. That's not what this show's about. Let's go to Scott. Good evening, Scott.
11: Evening, mate.
3: are you on speakerphone, Scott? Yeah, I am, yes. I'm well, you, don't, don't be, I'll tell you what, I'll call when, uh, when I come. Sorry, bud. That's all right, man. We, just, we can't hear you. Give us a call back when you can pull over because I can't really hear you very well. Keep one of the key things is, and I would, I used to exploit people a lot for entertainment and stuff. Uh, I used to do that. He's cool, um, but might not be. Let's see, uh, it's, I don't want to exploit people. I don't want to exploit anybody. Um, Dave, I hear you. We called that one about 20 minutes ago. Um, You know, I'm always... We we have slightly more vulnerable callers uh, than other shows. I'm thinking of things like Nigel, people like Nigel and stuff. And it's a real constant stress as to whether... What we are doing is exploitative of them. Uh, I think maybe in the past I've exploited Nigel. Uh, He's not called in for a while, actually. I do hope that he's okay. Let's see where we are with this young man tonight. This might be a short call as well. Let's see. Good evening, Stephen. Shorter than I expected. Let me try. Sometimes it works if I drag it over to that one. Let's try that. Stephen? (laughs) is like late night radio and it's absolute finest do you want to try Stephen again Sam? Mm
12: let's
3: try again Hey, Stephen.
1: Ian, yeah. Yeah, can I say something? You're not exploiting anybody. Um, you give you give so much um, to so many people. That um, I, I, I really bothered me when you said that there. Well, no, I didn't. Uh, well, you didn't.
3: No, 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 no. I know I'm not exploiting people, but I have to constantly... I, I have done in the past. I don't now. And I am constantly... Uh, assessing and reassessing and checking and double-checking, they mean the same thing, w- the motive behind me talking to certain people. And I am yeah. confident now that I don't exploit people in that way.
1: Right, right. Um, because I wasn't going to phone up because I'd, I'd, I'd heard that you were a wee bit under the weather, that. I, I know what that's like, you know, yeah. and I'm not a radio presenter right enough, but... <laughs> You know, sometimes you just can't. You, you know, it's it's hard to lift yourself, um, but you've you've just got to keep remembering uh, you're doing so much good. Um, I, I don't know what I'd do, honestly. In um, you and Cat, um, who's is Cat tonight?
3: Catherine is um is just getting some air. Right. She'll be back in a little bit. Uh, hey, hey, I, I get it. I get it, Stephen. I don't want this to be a let's all blow smoke up my ass, thing. right? Aye, right. So, aye. Well, I got. I, I hear what you're saying, Stephen, and thank you. It's appreciated.
1: And on a positive note, yeah. that's now three, three and a half days without the brown. Um, beautiful. <laughs> beautiful. That's <laughs> great news. As clarity as something. And it's a whole, it's what like a whole new world. <laughs> yeah, it gets
3: better. It's a gift that keeps on giving. Yeah,
1: yeah.
3: All right, yeah. nice one, Stephen. Thank yeah. you very much indeed. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. The Late Night Alternative with that man, Ian Lee. There's no strangers
0: here, just friends you haven't stalked on Facebook yet. have never sent my picture to anyone who didn't request it. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Yes, mm.
3: Here we go. We thought... I'll tell you what we thought would be nice. Because um, a lot of you will have missed this the first time around. I love Narina Palo so, so, so much. She's one of my favourite singer-songwriters. Right? She just... Oh, that voice. It's, it's just one of those voices. Oh, Clive Ball got me really got me into her. Then I mentioned to him... I've not seen him for about a year. mentioned to him and he couldn't remember her. But oh, she's one of those voices. And she just writes these filthy songs... It's kind of, I think, I do see a lot of similarities between her and Imani, mm-hmm. right? But she, she's very British and Imani's very Brooklyn, New York. But she writes romantic songs and beautiful songs and, and filthy songs and, it's, and she's just great. And we saw her tonight and um, we thought maybe we'd interviewed her a while ago. When was this interview from?
6: Well, the old place, so I reckon maybe... A year ago. Maybe more.
3: So a lot of you will have missed it. So we're going to play in a little bit an interview that we did... Um, with Norena Palo, and I, I thoroughly recommend go on YouTube, get on Spotify, go and dig out a few songs, and uh, you'll be in for a treat. Y- y- there's an album. My favourite album is um, the one that Bernard Butler produced, which I think is called Year of the Wolf. Off the top of my head, it it's is kind called of, that. Yeah, it's like a sort of it's got like a very faint, actually not that faint. It's got a really nice sort of 60s girl group kind of vibe to it, and it's just. Well, it's just Ridiculously good. I just love it. Hello, Tony!
11: Oh, it's ridiculously good. Oh, hi, hi. Um, quick question, guys. Can you hear me?
3: Yeah, I can, but not for much longer, mate.
16: No, you had a lovely young lad ring up the other day, um, uh, who was sad and being bullied at school. or, or No, he wasn't being bullied at school, but right. he was worried. And... I haven't, I haven't been able to listen to the show for a few nights, and you gave him some really, really lovely words, and I wonder if you've heard back from him. Yeah. Really? I'm, I was sat here, and I just thought of that little lad.
3: Tonight. Yeah, yeah, Thomas, he's doing very, very well. He called back uh, oh. the next night or a couple of nights after to say that um, he was he was in a much better place.
16: That's really good. There you go. And I just want to say that I thought what you said to him, the promise you made him was fantastic, him.
3: Tony, thank you very much. I'm a, I'm a nice guy. You're a nice guy. We're all nice guys! (laughs) My spidey sense isn't working. It's telling me other stuff. Everything is off. Everything is off. It's like someone's held a very strong um, uh, 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 electromagnet to my neck, which is where my spidey sense is stored. And everything is off. I just don't know what's going on in my head. It's partly because I got a cold. When you got a cold, you know this boy. When you got a cold, it knocks everything. The, 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 the vibe here, you know, is 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 peculiar. Um, uh, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. There is going to be an ex- an almighty explosion at some point. Not from me. I'm not saying from me. And I don't mean a bomb. But 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 something has to shift. There, there, is, there is... something is blocking... Something is blocking the planet's chakras, right? And something... I don't even know what that means. <laughs> but something is going to be like a massive dump is going to pass through and everyone's going to go, Oh, that's better! Oh, I can breathe! Oh, I can stand up straight! Oh my God, I can even jog a little bit! Oh, it was painful! Oh, it was painful. It was uncomfortable for a long time. And that moment when it passed was painful. But I feel so much better for it now. That's what's going yeah. to happen. That's what's going to happen. That's what's going to happen. So, yeah, that'll come at some... Oh, oh, I've got to tell you. Have you seen Medical Police on Netflix? Oh, it's funny, man. Medical Police is funny. I watched it just because, you know, I, I see these tweets from these American comedians for some reason, and one of them mentioned Medical Police. And I watched it today, it's on Netflix. It's very, very silly. Like, really silly. But so funny. Really making me... Um, once I kind of... It's it, it's it's like slightly cheesy acting. And I always think the, the British do the slightly cod acting a little subtler than the Americans. And so the, it was a little bit too over... The, it's meant to be over the top. Right. But it was a little bit too over the top. But once I bought into that, I thought, oh, it's it's funny. There's like this is American doctors in this hospital, and they're quick. We need to drive to. Then they jump in the car. Quick, you've got to drive me to the Sao Paulo. College because there's an outbreak of a virus. Sao Paulo College, of course. Oh yeah, because we're in Brazil, aren't we? Yeah. Oh yeah, I forgot we're in Brazil, but we work in an American hospital that sees mainly, primarily, American <laughs> they explain nationals. All this. Yeah. They, this is what they're saying. And then as they finish that bit, they're driving along and there's a guy in the road and the guy beeps the horn. Out of the way, Brazilian. <laughs> it's just it's just full of um. exposition where it tells you what's going on and it's yeah. full of exposition and it's 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 dumb. And it was exactly, I like, think 22 minutes each, and uh, I only did a couple today, but I think that's tomorrow, is, is watching Medical Hospital. Fonzie's in it. Um, so Fonzie's in it. The Winkler. The, the Winkler's in it. Um, uh, it's just dumb. It's just dumb. And I like dumb stuff. I'm
6: having real trouble watching anything that requires anything more. Yeah than yeah. minimal concentration at the moment. Yeah. Like minimal concentration, so that sounds brilliant.
3: Yeah, it's good. Have some of that. Have some of that. Um, all right, listen. Darren Morris, Morris is coming up at one. He's great, and I really recommend you listen to him. Um, we'll be back... Well, we'll be back in a minute, but I really... I cannot stress how great narina Palo is, how stunning her her voice is. I just, it's, it's just like... It's like a lovely gooey cake um and her songwriting is great she's really really charming and i'm such a huge fan and um who knows it looks like we might be becoming friends which is great Mm -hmm. stay tuned because after the break we're going to play you an interview we did with Noreena Palo maybe 18 months ago. could be two years ago. I really think you're going to enjoy it. Stay tuned, dear listener. This is Talk Radio. Tales of mystery and imagination
0: on the radio show that does things differently.
3: Dolly and I listen to a
0: record of they long. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. I'm a nutjob, but not that kind of nutjob. On Talk Radio. Honest to God, it's the new Breaking Bad. Oh, no, nice.
3: Noreena Palo is it? Hello.
2: Hello.
3: I'm kind of, this is a little bit embarrassing because I'm kind of quite a big fanboy
2: oh. of
3: yours. And we met once briefly at Sky News. Very
19: early in the morning.
3: Really early on a Sunday morning. And I was reviewing the papers and you were in to talk about a song and I, um, I think talk about um, refugees, yeah. I think. Yeah. And I got a little bit flustered and a bit it's so nice nice to see you and stuff like that how are you doing you're right
19: i'm very well thank you yeah yeah and it's not a horribly early hour on a sunday (laughs) which is it's a
3: weird time in the afternoon yeah how do you fill your days what 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 are your days i imagine you being all creative and going oh i shall go into the piano and write another song but You've well got...
19: that does happen uh, but today i uh, was being quite domestic and i have inherited a stray pregnant cat oh over wow the weekend oh god so um i was doing some music uh, i was playing piano and then i had to take this little cat to the vet and find out that we're gonna have kittens and so is this I cat do? just
3: rocked up at your house yeah
19: rocked up saturday evening you know we had that massive do you live in london
3: i, I live in windsor so right yeah. so
19: you know we had like major rain yeah yeah oh it's great so i get back i've been out on saturday night very late it's actually sunday morning at this point and there's this little cat and she wants to come in Oh no! and i let her in and realized because she's got a big old belly that oh this cat's gonna have kittens yeah and so um so i thought well i'll let her stay in for the night she must belong to someone and then I let her out the next day. No, she's gone to me now. <laughs> oh no, really? Yeah, yeah. How funny. Yeah. So.
3: And um, do do you know when the kittens are coming? Are they imminent?
19: No idea. The vet was like, "Well, we could ultrasound, but it won't tell us very much." Yeah. it's not like, great? Cheers. Isn't that funny? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: And there's been no none of those posters up on trees saying missing no, pregnant no, cat. Yeah,
19: and I've not seen this cat before. And that cat's yeah, yours. That's I your think cat. She is yeah, she's really cool. She's black, completely black. She's quite small. Yeah. she's quite young. But i'm just sitting now thinking how am i going to juggle that and hopefully the kittens can be homed before i go on tour <laughs> like, how am i'm gonna do this
3: my cat i'm a cat person we've got a dog and that was a terrible terrible mistake but my cat won't talk to me she's a very old lady Aww. and she's about 18 and a half she's not very she's well having,
19: she's, doing she's well.
3: old but she's um she's just got, got to go on some tablets because she's losing a lot of weight but she's fine but so every morning and every evening i have to grab her Hold her tightly between my legs, yeah. grab her jaw, prize her jaw open, and throw a tablet. So she's just not talking to me now. She's hiding under oh. the bed and won't come anywhere near me. So, oh, um
19: poor cat. I
3: know it's terrible. I know
19: you. Can, and that's the thing with animals, you know. I've got two dogs as well, and I had a rabbit till recently. My rabbit's now on the on the mantelpiece. Oh God! Ashes. How I do sound you? like a crazy animal? No, lady, don't I? We um. <laughs> uh we, we had a rabbit we had terrible luck with our
3: rabbit it, 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 we had two and they died if my boys are listening we had one uh. and they died really quickly how they, quickly like um be- neither of them made a year
19: what, what were you doing one for nearly 11 years really yeah
3: well we we had the, the one died and then we said oh the rabbits run away and then a week later i found the rabbit it's a little bit smaller and a slightly different color oh, but yeah, they went yeah. with it and then
7: until we, now,
3: until now, they don't listen to this rubbish. And then we went away for a week, and we got we paid someone to come to the house and look after the cat and look after the rabbit before we had our dog. And on the third day, the, this, this poor young lady, she was a you know a, a veterinary nurse, phoned up and said, "I'm terribly sorry, your rabbits died." And we're like, oh God, we've got oh. we're gonna we're gonna tell the boys, we're gonna break it to them. And we guys, we've got some bad news. Um, we've just spoke to Sarah, who's looking after the animals, and um, Velvet's fine, the cat's fine, but. um... Well, benji's died benji's died and we were expecting tears and they just went hmm can we see his skeleton <laughs> oh, that was all Doc. they wanted can we see his that's skeleton voice, though, isn't it? as if we were going to skin yeah. him oh, no. disgust anyway we should we, that that's pet corner with yeah. uh, we do this every yeah, week yeah, we invite yeah. a pop star in to talk about pets uh, yeah. you've got a new album which i've not heard because you've just handed it to me yes is it any good
19: i think it's very good
3: <laughs> stay lucky this comes out in october doesn't it
19: on october the third on friday the 13th oh
3: really mm. deliberate
19: yeah two well, fingers up a, we were looking at dates to release the record and yeah. we thought we were gonna call it stay lucky and i was like yeah sod it let's put it out on
3: how does it work now releasing records because i the fact that we're saying records is yeah, is kind yeah. of shows that we are of an age mm. um this is going to come out as a cd
19: CD, vinyl and cassettes. Oh, you're doing cassettes? I'm doing cassettes. They're not in yet, otherwise I'd have brought you Oh, one. wow. Because
3: yeah. vinyl's having a, a a huge resurgence.
19: Yeah. Well, it, it is and it isn't. I mean, effectively yes compared to like 10 years ago yeah but if you look at like the market share of violence it's, it's still tiny yeah it's tiny
3: but cassettes that's unusual is, is it coming out on eight track as well are you gonna
19: <laughs> can you imagine <laughs> um no but i the, the, the thing is the i was when i was making this record i it isn't the record i thought i'd make yeah. i thought i'd make a really left field record and i, I would, and my last record was quite electronic yeah and then last year was such a weird year, wasn't it? It was just like the weirdest year the
3: whole in the, the history. Well the last eighteen months or so, it's been I genuinely think that, that this this country is having some kind of post traumatic stress yeah. With, yeah. with Brexit, with the weird It's going through its midlife. The crisis, weird general it? elections, yeah. the um the Trump and um the terror attacks and all it's been a really horrible You're right, Like a terrible year.
19: And across the board, politically, you know, in the arts, we lost so many icons.
3: Yeah, of course.
19: And I just found myself wanting to listen to classical records. And I was also doing this thing on Facebook last year amongst my mates saying, you know, before they die, let's appreciate classic artists like Bill Withers, like like Janie Mitchell. Let's put up before... Because any day now, we're going to have to read their obituary. Let's appreciate them while they're here. Do you
3: know what? I totally get that because um, uh, this is slightly slightly off a tangent, but we had... um, we've had a lot of older comedians on like tommy cannon and eddie large and stuff and it's part of that is because uh, in 2016 it was that thing oh david bowie's died let's say how much we love him oh uh, prince has died let's say how much i love it we love him why not say that like you said why not say those things while while they're still here you know and a
19: lot of them are still making work as well you know I just wanted to listen to the records, classic records, that um, just stood the test of time, that were... I don't know, whenever I watch like, things like the Old Grey Whistle Test, all those artists, they haven't been, like, PR'd to within an inch of their yeah. life. So they all, look, they all look like crap, don't they? <laughs> but they sound amazing! Yeah. They sound incredible! And I saw Bill Withers in the flesh a few months ago... Oh, wow! ...at the Ivan Novellos, and he gave this incredible speech. He was winning the Lifetime Achievement Award. And I was just like that's the kind of artist yeah. anyone should aspire to be yeah. so i mean i've got a soft spot for things like justin bieber and katie perry i yeah. get why that is popular but does that endure and i don't know that it does and i just wanted to sort of steep myself in the records that endure and i've so i found myself making a totally retro record
3: really retro sounding
19: um well process you know i tracked it a lot of it live um i tracked it in a studio called rack in st john's wood rack is is famous of course yeah yeah and then some of it we did at abbey road and i was just like you know what i'm in for a penny and for a pound i'm going to make this record it's kind of self-indulgent in the sense that i decided to not listen to radio to not pay attention to whatever's sort of being the new thing um and just make something that i thought was beautiful and had integrity but it's not not in a kind of like it's not all slow songs it's definitely, <laughs> you know. as if beauty and integrity yeah.
3: meant that it, it's yeah. going to be very slow and no, no, uh, ponderous like, i
19: wanted to write old-fashioned pop songs you know yeah so um one of the reasons i've put it on cassette is i was thinking about in my you know teenage years in the late eighties and early nineties. Remember mixtapes Yeah, of course. Of you course. Know? And it was such a rite of passage, you know, you'd have made them for your mates, you made them for the boy you were trying to sing.
3: Oh, yeah, yeah. And
19: so much care went into each. Track.
3: Did you put little bits of um like spoken word stuff in between some oh, of the songs? Yeah, I never, never oh, thought to do that. Oh god, I'd get like little bits from Monty Python records or, or bits I'd taken off the telly or bits I'd taped off the radio and put you it
7: really in. Went for it. Man
3: alive. But yeah. I bet I bet you worked extra hard on the on the cover
19: yeah i did fancy
3: girly writing hearts over the eyes yeah but
19: also like there was always kind of like a hidden meaning Oh, and uh, you know you know if i was doing one for a boy to snog me i would always put brass in pocket by the (laughs) pretend because it's like
3: it's a snogging song it's It's a snogging song Uh, I've got I've got two little boys who are seven and five, and um I'm I'm they have got um they've got a record player. I bought them one of those little rectangular cassette recorders so that they can record cassettes and they know you know and they they say can we get the tape recorder out and make something and it's just them it's real right it's real because everything with mobile phones. Everything is filmed and recorded and, and photographed and all that and, and in you know it's great in the seventies and eighties you had to make an effort if you were going to recapture something you had to make an effort to get that equipment Definitely. out and put, put a little bit of sellotape over the end
19: of the, the, the That's cassette. That's what I mean about process. Yeah, I think process can become as important as the finished thing in itself and then the process and so on this record I used loads of old synths like Junos Moogs old classic pianos and stuff and because some of them are really quirky, yeah. and within a you know a few hours of recording they get out of tune, it slows everything down. But you really have to think about how you make stuff.
3: Have you ever used a mellotron?
19: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because because that's super quirky. Because
3: that's got like a half a second delay, hasn't it, between pressing well, the key it and the tapes. noise
19: it's tape right loop. so each note has a tape loop wow running. it's like a real old-fashioned hardware sample yeah basically. it's
3: what they, yeah. the the, the uh, people if you want to know uh, uh strawberry fields forever yeah, and stuff yeah. that's a mellotron that, that kind of sound,
19: the sound is um how do
3: you how do you write a song? Are you one of those people that you get up, have a cup of coffee, walk the dogs, and then go, right, I'm going to sit at the piano between nine and one, and I'm going to... You know, are you like one of those old brill-building songwriters? Yeah, I have
19: done it. I have tried to be like that. Um, I went through a period a few years ago where I was doing a lot of writing for other people, and it sort of became how you have to do it, and yeah. I hated it. It's so not, not how I write. No, I tend to write when I'm slightly you know, a few too many glasses. Yeah, of yeah. And and I wrote a lot of this record while jet-lagged, weirdly. I'd gone to Australia a few times last year and um, just 4am songs. Yeah. You know, and I just... There's something about... 4am I can't
3: explain it. F- For uh, between 3 and 4am is when the most suicides take place. Right. That's there's something dark about right. that time. Okay. You are right the, the last album it was the last one wasn't it? That was kind of a lot more electronic yeah, yeah, yeah. and synthy and um kind of stands out in your it, it's unique in all of your back catalogue yeah why did you do that what was the thinking you just wanted to do something completely different
19: yeah and i think it reflected what i was listening to um i'd been doing between year of the wolf um which was my fourth album and my fifth album i was like i say i was doing a lot of writing for other artists yeah and the brief was always pop yeah you know, radio electronic pop and i think it sort of seeped into my writing and my and my production process because i produce a, a lot of my uh, this new one i've done on my own but um it just was a natural progression and i and i want to try something different yeah you know? i like lo- like my favorite artists always have a massively wide range of styles you know um i think because you'd get bored otherwise.
3: yeah I love it. Some, uh, some of my favourite. I'm a huge fan of the Beach Boys, and I just I love all that late '60s, '70s stuff yeah. when they kind of lost direction and were just trying it's all like this.
19: Feel flows. Oh, feel it's flat, flows. Like, it's quite an amazing track.
3: That's on the album. You now, I think that's on Surfs, Surf's Up, up yeah. which has got the brilliant song "A Day in the Life of a Tree." yes sung by um. their manager uh, it's the str- i mean yeah. it's a great the album
19: they're doing the vegetable patch and they're all
3: uh, oh, um vegetables from the that from that's w- w- was going to be on, on smile no that was going to be on smile and then it popped up maybe on smiley so i'm going to be around my vegetables oh, i'm so going to chow down my vegetables yeah
19: they've been taking mushrooms those are the vegetables i think been, uh, they might have yeah.
3: been sunflower is the album for me though Where people go oh pet sounds and i can't I find pet sounds a bit too busy sunflower is the one for me where they're kind of was like that,
19: but pet sounds is before they went completely bananas. yeah yeah
3: yeah, yeah. pet sounds was was kind of the but we
19: wouldn't have sergeant peppers without pet sounds
3: see i'm not a massive fan of sergeant peppers for me it's but, revolver but that's
19: what pushed the beatles yeah, to, yeah. to going that way wasn't it because i think paul went to hear pet sounds Brian yeah and played it to him and paul was like I've got a bestest.
3: It's, isn't that brilliant? <laughs> that I love the fact that in the 60s, you did have these bands, like the Beatles and the Beach Boys, uh, who were there was like a a friendly rivalry between them where they you know uh, Brian Wilson heard Rubber Soul and went oh I you
19: wish that Noel Gallagher had been more like that so when Blair were making much better records Noel had been like oh great I'll try and make it better but Noel's always like oh they're crap and never tries hard yeah I know (laughs) aren't controversial well (laughs) they Oasis fans like what's she talking about I
3: I never really got Oasis I've tried I (laughs) like a couple of couple of their (laughs) B-sides but i i was i i was i survived the blur oasis wars and i was on the side of blur you know
19: yeah my heart is blur Isn't uh, more interesting they
3: are more interesting um you've brought your guitar i have yeah. can you are you going to play a song or are you just going to show off i
19: can yeah i know oh, no, i'm just going to show you my again. Okay. is
3: that chair okay or should we try and find one without yeah, arms yeah, yeah, I can make it right. Catherine, it's very very hot in here is, there, can, is that that aircon? that's the air con that contr- is it not working oh well we'll just we'll just okay, sweat okay.
19: Do you know what, I haven't got my normal guitar because um. I wasn't at my studio, and it suddenly occurred to me that I should maybe bring an instrument, so I've brought my uh, nylon, which Uh-oh. is not the greatest. No,
3: it is a good one, but it's not going to sound. I'm um I'm interviewing Mm. Chaz from Chaz and Dave on Thursday, and my friend, who's who's his son-in-law, said, "Bring your ukulele in case a knees-up ensues." Oh yeah. So I've I've restrung my uke, and now it won't stay in tune. I'm just terrified on Thursday be a jam session session with Chaz, and I'll be out of tune. But I'm th- I'm thrilled over the moon. Oh, Is he goodness.
19: the one who was sick?
3: He was sick. Yeah, cancer. Yeah, I think he's um he's kind of out the other side of it.
19: Don't they do like something like a hundred gigs a year or something?
3: Ridiculous. Or- they are, they are the hardest working, you know, and they're in their seventies. But my friend Paul is his, is his son-in-law, and, he, and I said to him, how's Chaz doing? Is he better? He said, Ian, I've never seen anyone deal with the news of cancer as matter of factly. Chaz just went, right, w- what do we do? How do we fix this? And just got on with it. That's
19: probably. But then that's probably testament to someone who's had a career
3: for that long. Yeah, time. yeah him He's, they, they are good they're, they're him chas and dave and lonnie donnegan yeah do a, an amazing version together of you won't see me by the beatles it's just a proper old-fashioned cockney rocker there's not many really like
19: there's not a cockney thing going on at the moment is there
3: maybe you maybe this is the next album Narina. maybe no. this is <laughs> you can bring it back
19: <coughs> i don't think so, so. <laughs> What do you want? I could play. A new I want you song to play.
3: Play a new one. Play a new one, please.
19: All right. And this is called I Bring Him Fire. I've not played it on this guitar before. It could be horrific. We'll <laughs> see.
7: I bring him fire. I bring him blood. I bring my body. I bring my love. I bring devotion Is it enough? I bring him every little thing Every little thing that I got I bring my hunger I bring my thirst He a drink in the desert And he quenched my hood I bring him fire I bring him fire I'm gonna make him burn yeah Suddenly That man is mad for me he's cool blue eyes Watching me And I bet he do things that I wanna do so bad Bet he do things that I wanna do so bad So bad I bring him blood.
3: god i love you so much that was brilliant that was brilliant (laughs) thank you thank you thank you you um that voice is so big i mean you're i don't know how to phrase this so i'm going to probably sound rude and and clumsy you know you're you're a slight woman and you have this huge (laughs) this huge cavernous voice when did you start singing what was uh, what how did that all start
19: i was really little um my mum was a singer she did summer season and stuff right so i grew up um watching her go on stage wow um but i was always really shy i never thought i'd be a singer i always thought i'd be like a musician and a songwriter yeah but i think i started to get serious about singing when i was about 12 yeah um and then i think yeah but my voice has only really got bigger in the last five or six years do you think so well, it feels like more solid. I yeah. like think it's years of like booze and fags.
3: Do <laughs> <laughs> you know you're a smoker?
19: Um I I'm, I'm going to say no, Good. I'm trying not to. At the Good.
3: Moment. Well um, done.
19: But I'm, I've learnt to kind of never go, no, because every time I say that, um, I go out and the next thing I know.
3: You're, you're having a fag. Yeah. We've all been there. We've yeah. all been there. What was it like? Fires was was the breakthrough, mm-hmm. wasn't it? And that was huge. And I got I heard it from another radio presenter, bloke called Clive Ball, who, who kept talking oh, about it on his thing. show. Yeah. Oh, no, and he man. kept talking about it. And he talked about it so much, I thought, oh, I'm going to buy this bloody record and have a listen. And it was and it was amazing and it was it was a huge hit what what was that like going from you know being a jobbing musician to yeah. suddenly being a pop star
19: i really didn't like it yeah it really didn't suit me um and i found it really strange and i found the whole i i really find things like telly really hard i'm get like i feel quite com- comfortable with radio now mm. um but I just wanted to be successful as a musician. Unfortunately, the byproduct yeah. of if you make popular music is um, profile, yeah. and celebrity and all that nonsense. Um, and I, I really, I wasn't comfortable with it. And I just, I see so many things like. I've only now looked back at my Top of the Pops performance and I just see fear and, like, a rabbit in the head.
3: Yeah, of course. I think... I bet that's quite common with for, yeah, for people. You know, a lot of pop stars are show-offs and a lot of performers are, but I think that that, that there are a lot of people that want to do it because they want to make good music. Yeah. And the, the the stardom side of it is is kind of, you know, is it, it scares people. It's
19: scary. And also, I always think, you know, musicians are some of the most unemployable people in the <laughs> (laughs) 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 and also the most like difficult not necessarily on purpose but i think for me i write i you know i don't keep a diary um i've never been in therapy but i have lots of things in my head that if i didn't write i probably would drive everybody insane um and so then you put someone like me and i'm probably very representative of lots of singer-songwriters in the public eye, if they don't feel comfortable, it's like a recipe for disaster. Did you
3: kind of re- get rebel against the pop stuff? Uh, I'm friends with um, uh, a woman called Imani Coppola who had a hit. Oh, she's amazing. She's a what was it,
19: cowboy. Uh, a legend of a cowgirl. Yeah, she's really... So she
3: had that big hit, and, yeah. it, and I think she was like 19 or 20 and exploded. And she, like you, hated it. Hated the the pop. She wanted to make good music, but didn't want to be a pop yeah. star. And she kind of rebelled and then turned her back on it and, and kind of started making indie records, which are amazing. You yeah, know, I think she's, she's a genius. Really good. She's incredible. Her album Black and White is just um, uh, the, 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 wonderful. Anyway, d- do you think that you kind of because you felt so uncomfortable in that pop star role that you rebelled against it?
19: Yeah, I didn't rebel against it. I think I just, um, I just. Rebellion's not the word. I just decided to not do lots of things. Not play that game. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't think I ever was convincing at it. <laughs> you know. Um. And I, you know, because I wasn't convincing, and I wasn't prepared to be convincing. Yeah i i certain you know certain opportunities dried up yeah like at one point yeah. i was asked to do one of those reality celebrity reality shows oh, i really? won't say which one and i went as far as you well, know, did
3: you have a roof or were you covered by trees
19: uh but there was a roof right, okay but it involved um a, a sort of like uh, uh no that gives it away <laughs> anyway don't worry go on uh, and I I thought, well, I've got to show willing, you know, because what happens is in the entertainment industry, if you're a musician, you will work with pluggers. You have radio pluggers, yeah. like lovely Joe, who you met. Yeah. And you have TV pluggers and press pluggers. And the label are always breathing down their neck saying, get this person this opportunity. So yeah. if the artist turns up and says, oh, I'm not doing that, then you kind of, like, you can't blame them. Yeah. So I thought, I'll show willing. Anyway, it was really, I just... Awful. It, yeah, I just knew I shouldn't be applying yeah. this role
3: <laughs> do you think it's harder for a solo woman because there's always uh, you know if, if, if you see a solo woman at the piano you go oh it's Tori amos stroke kate bush yeah, you yeah. know it, 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 whereas you see a bloke at the piano a bloke with a guitar we kind of it's a very male dominated industry is it tougher do you think
19: yeah because like you say there's an, a bloke with a guitar could be anybody yeah it's not the automatic reference also you never hear people going that's a man band but you always oh, hear yeah, girl yeah. band you know there's yeah. a band i love called Warpaint. i don't hear i think you Really like watching, right okay, and they're for women. But that's irrelevant. They're making really good records. Yeah, you
3: know. um, you, you're, you still don't see many bands. Well, you don't. Here's the thing: you don't see many bands where it's kind of mixed men and women. You know that you the, the, there's you, you kind of get loads of bands of blokes. Yeah. You get a, f- a handful of you're bands starting
19: to get it, like the XX, Arcade Fire. Right
3: okay yeah yeah
19: right, but you're not seeing it in mainstream yeah you know you think about cold plates male
3: oh it's all bloke. the whole pop industry is blokes apart from you know the occasional sort of pop superstar it's
19: it's frustrating um and there's two ways you can go about it you know there's a lot of push now for women only sessions for writing sessions or this and i and i kind of think well that's that's defeating the object the whole point is we want some kind of equality yeah um and also I don't see it as misogyny, necessarily. Mm -hmm. I just see it as, like, a really... A slightly backward thing in the media that needs to catch up. Yeah, we'll, we'll get we'll get there. It'll catch up,
3: Mike. I think we will. I, I've got I mentioned my boys who are seven and five, and um, I'm educating them in the classics. They've been to see the Beach Boys. They've been to see the Monkeys. You know, mm-hmm. they they listen to the Zombies yeah. and all this. But my five year old by himself has I don't know how has discovered the Spice Girls, <laughs> and he <laughs> loves them absolutely loves <laughs> them. So and and the thing with, with good tunes, but they're they're brilliant tunes, right? And I'm I I love the early stuff. I hadn't really heard a lot of the later stuff but now i am because we play it in the car all the bloody time but um to them they don't care that it's a bloke or it's a girl or they don't care they just care that it's a good song yeah. and i kind of yeah. think that that should that is the way that it's going that it doesn't matter who's who's singing it or who's produced it or anything it, if it's a good song
19: it will, they'll embrace yeah. it yeah yeah i think so and kids are really my son seven and he's he's the same his music tastes are really wide what's buried. he listening to Everything. So his favourite thing at the moment is immigrant song by Led Zeppelin.
3: Oh wow, wow! But then,
19: but then he loves Katy Perry. Yeah. Um, he loves Chain to the Rhythm. He can sing that song over and over again. He's really not bothered. Yeah. He's not got a concept of what's cool or what's a genre. It's just like, does he like the tune? Yeah, he's
3: going to listen to it. <laughs> and uh, my boy, because I'm kind of into my 60s sort of sounds, and my wife is kind of more into Beyonce and J Lo and that kind of stuff. So they're getting everything. Yeah. And to them, it's just music. They don't know the the, the colour, the year. They don't know anything. It's just this is good. I don't like this one and that's brilliant i think
19: but i think that's like you know music's your thing it's my thing as well when it comes to films for example i'm really indiscriminate yeah i'll just go see anything yeah i don't think about genre i don't think about the type of movie i might like i'm just quite open-minded yeah and i don't get too attached like i don't talk about my favorite films all the time so i think the average person has a has a much more sort of laid-back approach to music but for those of us who are massive music
4: yeah yeah yeah
19: we get so stuck in the thing we love you know? have
3: you taken your boy to concerts yet
19: no he's still a bit young I okay think. well
3: on. i've taken mine to a few and they fall asleep during the interval but it's right. you know we were at the beach boys and my five-year-old was singing surfing safari and i thought oh, yeah i'm so I'm, so I'm, cool. doing right. yeah. I'm doing this right i'm doing this right come can i get another song please
19: yeah do you want what's what's one of your ones that you like from could would you be able
3: to play um halfway home or is that too, too too tricky? It's
19: tricky on this one. Well then, don't. It's tuned guitar. Okay,
3: then don't. Then don't. Then you put. So then...
19: I haven't played it for about a decade.
3: Unbelievable! Mm. Look at you tease. <laughs> then you choose one. Choose um, one. You choose anything you want. From
19: fires, maybe. Yeah, yeah,
3: yeah.
19: What can I play on fires? God, this is like I'm creaky you know? and i <laughs> will It's because I'm living in my new record. You know, I haven't really been playing. Also. Play
3: a new, If you want to play a new one, no, play no, a new no. one. I
19: tell I'll play Sapphire. fire. Okay. Like, I don't play it on guitar, very often. Okay. It's always fun. Okay, here we go.
7: Five o'clock and a fire escape symphony Spilling out across the road and the square And the sky's the same as you own, do you think of me? To the parks and trees and the leaves Reach you there After the rain In the lonely hours He haunts me Calling out again and again So fire, so fire I'm burning, I'm burning It's a fire, a fire I cannot put out so fire, so fire I'm learning that some things I can't go without And one of them is him And now I will walk these streets like a stranger in my hometown There's no language for the words when I speak But it changed me, I'm as ghost since he came around days and weeks of passion and silence, every word, every line of measure, it's the science of the soul, and his book. You
3: made me cry. (laughs) I love it. That was wonderful.
12: Thank you. That's so
3: special. Thank you. It's a pleasure to Um, be here. You made me well up um anyway anyway it's fine uh you're, you're on going on tour did you say
19: a mini tour mini yeah, tour in november yeah we're about uh just you, london manchester and glasgow i'm
3: coming because i've never seen you live yes, apart from this the new album narina palo stay lucky october the 13th mm-hmm. you really are messing with yeah, demons by yeah, doing yeah. that uh because well, there th- is uh, now where's the best place for people to buy your stuff that where the where the, the the money goes in your pocket
19: Oh, well, it's my own label.
3: Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh! Yeah. In so, that case...
19: All donations gratefully received.
3: There we go. And it's on CD, <laughs> download, and your your records, and your actual tape cassette, yeah. guys. Yeah. Um, uh, Noreena, thank you so much. It's it's such a thrill to see you, and for you to sing, you know, like that, this it's close to me pleasure. is... Um,
19: I can't tell you how nice it is to um, come and do something where I'm asked about what I do. You know, yeah. a lot of times... These days people want to know, I don't know, they just want to know your views on who's big in Love Island. <laughs>
3: I tried to watch a bit of Love Island the other day.
19: I couldn't under I could not know. Even from the trailer, I was like, I don't think I'll understand it. So it's just this. people shagging and then we,
3: yeah. we they, someone wins. How yeah. is that a TV concept? I don't
19: know. It's like Tinder on
3: telly, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> now, there. Uh, Noreena, uh, uh, remind me of your Twitter handle as well, if people want to follow you. Oh, yeah.
19: It's Lady Chatterley. Lady
3: Chatterley. Yeah. Um, and best of luck with your pregnant cat. <laughs> Thank you
19: so I much. I hope
3: it all works you out. Gonna, well.
19: Are you in the business
3: for a kitten? God, no. <laughs> no 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 i would get i would love one but i would get murdered and also my old lady cat slang for my wife my old lady cat would just she got she got so upset when we brought a dog home one day if another cat turned up she would never speak to me uh the album is stay lucky october the 13th dear listener i'll be tweeting all the links and all the things thank you so much
19: thank you Oh, oh god that was such a pleasure
3: this is
12: talk radio